It's a, a question that echoes down the ages, isn't it? How many hats am I wearing? I think I'm wearing one, but it feels like two. You've got one of those um, really insulation yeah. heavy hats, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. The one that you found under the <laughs> under the desk has been here <laughs> marinating since since April, hadn't it, or May? <laughs> since I threw it off in a frenzied celebration <laughs> of Paul Mullins' second goal against Boreham Wood. You didn't wear that hat that day. It was warm that day. Yeah. So how long has it been down there? It's been down there a year, isn't it? Oh, poor thing. Oh. Hey, there's football match on today. An exciting one as well, yeah. And there's a pig watching. Well, we've had to warn Neil that it's not on a real pig. <laughs> yeah, he'd stab it. We, and it yeah. goes spurting all over Exeter. <laughs> we, we, we seen his eyes lock onto that pig. Yeah, yeah. As he come up the stands like, Neil, it's not a real pig. Please don't go and kill mm. it. Now, those of you who are looking at Ask Wrexham will be able to have a look. I put a picture up of it. It's a massive inflatable pig in a Wrexham shirt. It's beautiful. And I don't, I don't kill pigs, guys. Yes, you do. No, I you don't. set them up to be killed, don't you? You're, you're, you're very much the FBI in the whole JFK situation, aren't you? He's the middleman, which makes it yeah. worse in some ways. Exactly. There's no blood on my hands, but there's no escape once I press the button. No, there's seven little ones going to market tomorrow morning. Oh. oh. Oh my gosh, it's like Snow White, but gone wrong. <laughs> so we had to Snow White and the Seven Corpses. No, they're only babies. They'll be, they'll be bought to be reared on. And then killed. Well, <laughs> that's farming life, guys. That is farming yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. And Hence why you can have your bacon and your sausages and pork chops and everything. Yeah, yeah and at least Neil doesn't do battery farming as well. So. No, no, no. They have a good life. They have a really good yeah. life. If you've, if you've tuned in for a rereading of Peppa Pig, I hope you've ushered your children out of the room by now. Yeah, the, the pig is um, Percy Pig, who is an inflated effigy of uh, Marks and Spencer's cake. And we are caught in the middle of... I thought of Percy was sweet. Percy Pig's a sweet. sweet. Oh, so who's, who's he then? Percy, Percy Pig's a sweet. It's a sweet. So it's, it's sweet. the caterpillar's... Uh, Colin right. the caterpillar, he's a cake. And then Aldi... Pig's a love... We should get some Percy Pigs. They're really yeah. nice. They're like little jelly sweets. Fair little enough. Little pig face, basically. But they're, they're good. Did you just call me little pig face? Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> that was... <laughs> that was my name when I was starring on Bonanza. The... Um, the... But then Aldi made a similar product and Marks and Spencer's, as I understand it, sued them. And now Aldi have decided Cup to butt. sponsor... That's the one. No, that's a caterpillar. No, cut, but the cat, yeah, that's the yeah. Aldi caterpillar, that, isn't it? Yeah, and Colin the caterpillar. So is that that they sued yeah, over? Yeah, Right, OK. Um, and so Aldi have decided to sponsor Yeovil for this match alone. And Yeovil have put out a salty, I believe is the modern word, tweet showing their mascot, who, as I understand it, is a one-off only for this match, although the tweet doesn't imply that, and says Wrexham won't let him in the ground which is kind of understandable if we're doing a big Marks and Spencer's thing. No, I thought um, they've let him into the ground, but he's not allowed to walk out with the players. Well, they said he wasn't allowed in the ground. Right. Okay. Whether, that, you know, whether it's the full story, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, a, bit of a bit of a cheeky tweet by them. But anyway, Aldi are doing ever so well out of all this because everyone's fuming and arguing about it online. The supermarket derby is about to kick off. Yeah, well, it's... it's it's a big one. Supermarket it's made it a lot more spicier. <laughs> <laughs> I always preferred supermarket sutty. I'll be honest with you. The um, and 
I believe there's a club legend downstairs. It was, it was Che's beautiful discussion of this earlier on, which made me think we need to go on air straight away and, and talk about it. The legend downstairs, Dennis Lawrence. He's below us in the Bamfords, Neil told me. I just, I just got a bit giddy when I heard this. Oh, God, I'd love to get a photo with Dennis because he's like, he was like a hero of mine growing up, and especially when I was so young, I was like five years old. Look up to this giant who yeah. played the Rex. He's like really iconic, isn't he? To be fair, yeah. and he is a giant. He's you know yeah. six seven, six eight, something yeah. like that. Yeah, one of the pl- early players who came over from Trinidad to play for us. Tremendous character. Yeah. Uh, I, I, not in the sort of cliched. Oh, look at him! He's nuts. Character that football people often say. Tremendous character in the sense he had ter- he had terrific grit and fire and desire to win. And he was a really seemed, committed yeah, defender. Seemed very intelligent as well, doesn't yeah. he? And you know. Very calculated, and that's why we, that's why I think the Wrexham fans really loved the Trinidad and Tobago players who come over because him, Hector, and Carlos all had different personalities, didn't they? Yeah, but they're all equally lovable. Ex Army, yeah, and I think his his personality reflects that as a you know cliched image of a disciplined soldier. Yeah, um, seemed it's got to be said quite limited when he first came, and people thought he was going to be a failure, but he knuckled down fantastically. And uh, as a result of that, has just been given some half time. We have, yes, yes. Now then, the good people of Bank Street Social have brought us some stuff. I'll talk about that in a sec. But should we just say about Lawrence as well that he was a? I mean, he knuckled down superbly. He 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 was bought by Brian Flynn. He didn't really play very well under Flynn, and had a disaster when we lost five nil at Tranmere, the game that cost Flynn his job. Um, Dennis Smith when he came in a centre-back himself I think worked very hard with Lawrence and Lawrence is a, a willing pupil because you know as they say in school if you put in the effort you will improve and yeah. that's exactly what Den- Dennis yeah. Lawrence was talking about downstairs now oh, right. Brian, uh, under the Smith era and he came in and he was incredibly improved he was a regular in the side that got promoted in 2003 Terrific in the air, as you might expect, from a bloke that yeah. big. But also, good touch on the floor. I used to love his Zidane turns. He'd, he'd bring that occasionally. And he would bring the ball forwards well. Because it was a similar system to this team, wasn't it? With three at the back. Mm. So the wide centre-backs would come forwards. He would do so probably more than Sean Pedrick on the other side. And was quick because he had such ludicrously long legs. And was yeah. a, a hero for us. I mean, he was terrific, wasn't he? And a hell of a threat from set pieces, but... Yeah, all round good egg. First Wrexham player to play in a World Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, as a you know, as a Wrexham player, as a Wrexham yeah. player, and scored the goal to get them into the World Cup, and was in that that Trinidad and Tobago side was really iconic, wasn't it? You know, looking back as far as you know their history, while they haven't played by like Dwight York, is it Stern John that played yeah, for them? Yeah. Carlos Edwards, first uh, um, at the time they were the smallest country to play in the World Cup, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. That's been a Iceland, isn't it now? Oh, Qatar, I would have thought, uh, is it? Yeah, um, yeah. But whichever one it is, I mean, yeah, now they're opening the door I, to half the countries in the world every four years. Well, I, that record's going to be well gone, isn't it? But I highly suggest everyone go back to the Dragon Hearts that we did a good few years ago. Me and Mark did a Trinidad and Tobago special if you want to really find out about the fantastic characters we've had and that great link we do have with, yeah. with that country. And it'd be amazing to have another Trinidad and Tobago player in the future. <laughs> it'd be good fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now he's a cracking player, wasn't he, Dennis Lawrence? Yeah. Nice chap. Had a very successful... He's highly rated coach. And yeah. we tried to appoint a manager, didn't we? When we eventually appointed... Hang on, was it Barrow or Hughes? Barrow, I suppose. 
Um, but we couldn't get him out of his contract with the Trinidadian national team. It's a shame because I think Dennis would have been really good as a manager for us. I really would. Didn't he end up at someone like Wigan or something as well? Yeah. As a, he's been he's coached at Wigan, Everton. Ever, he's yeah. you know, Coventry as well. Was yeah. it last season? He was their coach, wasn't he? So yeah, a, a really you know a, a, an icon at Wrexham, I'd say. His daughter was in my son's class in primary school, so we'd occasionally see him picking her up and think, "Whoa, Dennis Lawrence." She was about six foot seven as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember seeing Dennis Lawrence in quite a small car once. It was quite funny because he's, he's, he's just such a big bloke. Yeah. The, uh, oh, look out, something's happening in front of us. I don't know how much or what. Just saying you're celebrities, guys. Oh, oh well, 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 Take, well, Taking photographs of us. We are megastars. Oh, Americans, guys. Yeah. Oh, are they? Americans, yeah. Well... Oh, oh, we should nice. have got him up here to chat then. How nice. Yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just proves how socially awkward we actually are. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of feel quite conscious of that today, me, in my terms, you know. But I feel like my brain's not quite been working properly today and people have been talking to me and I'm, I'm not really responding terribly, sort of, interestingly. That can happen sometimes, yeah. though, can't it? But then we go on this and bang! We're oh, on stage, showman, showman, aren't we? <laughs> That's it. <yeah. laughs> we're, and when we're not on, um, when we're not live, we just growl at each other yeah. usually. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we, we really hate each other as well, don't we? Don't get on at all. <laughs> it's all a big play. Like the three stooges. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, we all got separate dressing rooms. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Gretch Quetch has put up a. A gif of uh, Babe. Babe. <laughs> oh, Percy Pig is such a sweet treat. Oh, poor pigs. Can we have a moment of silence for our poor sign brothers? I had ten more babies on uh, last Ooh. Sunday night as well. You didn't show last week, mate. Yeah, I, I, I was. Yeah, I held him in well. <laughs> oh, goes. Dave is up early in San Jose. Can't wait for the game. Anticipating a bullion hat trick cup week should be fantastic. I think it's going to be tough, this, but yeah, it, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting. Got to be on our game today, completely. Yeah. yeah. Well, it needs to be like the Morecambe game last Saturday where we totally dominated the game and scored six goals. Oh, I, I take I, that. I can't see that happening today, to be honest. No. Uh, Young will be here to spoil everything and, and we'll but, close this down quickly, but, but whether they'll have the energy levels to see the whole 90 minutes through, I don't know, to continuously close us down. I, I don't think there's many sides at League Two and below that if we get a couple early goals can actually match our intensity. So I, I do think if we get a couple early goals, like we did against Morecambe, we should be all right today. But I will be worried if we are going into the second half mm. and if we say we're all level or we're one down, I would worry today. No, it's going to be, t- going to be tough. There's a good crowd here from Yeovil. Um, and I think also there'll be problems for Wrexham because of our commentary. Because Paul Cosgrove has asked, can, can I broadcast today's match in the Sean Connery voice? I've got to say, that Sean Connery voice I did when I was in London on business. Um, people who are nice to me said it wasn't very good. Relatives have contacted me to say it wasn't very good. So if I do try it, then it's going to be upsetting for everyone, isn't it? It could well be. Uh, I'll do it, though, eh? Do it. Yeah, it's intense. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> I just but not the whole commentary, just... Oh, no, no, just uh, the highlights. No, it's not good. It's not good. No, I, I no, feel, it's I not feel good. I could turn it down a notch and make it a Brian Cox, possibly. You know? Yeah, could maybe. Sure. It's kind of manga. Meet at last. 
It uh, sounds like you're more of a Dutch accent. Dutch accent, like Steve McLaren Steve being Dutch. <laughs> hey, Jay, tell everybody what about what the box shed, the thing came in the box. <laughs> For anyone who's listening, yes. look at that Steve McLaren um, yeah. interview, because that is, it's quite something, isn't it? Bless him. He, he's, he was trying to accommodate his uh, new Dutch paymasters by speaking English, but in this sort of voice. But it's really in amazing. his head, does he think he's speaking Dutch or something? Just <laughs> like, oh, he's got a problem with you, hasn't yeah. he? <laughs> I, I think he's thinking that he's adopting the accent and that makes him easier to understand, although, ironically, he's gone to the one country in the world where everyone will speak really good oh, English. Yeah, so they speak better English than people do in English. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's, it is lovely. And I, I think he's just trying to adapt, but making a mistake. Oh, no, that's a howl of that, isn't it? That's, oh, that's God, not just a, a mistake, yeah. like. I'm willing to... Him and, him and Joey Barton's in France as well. Oh, yes, yes. That was horrendous as yeah. well, in all fairness. Yeah, fair play. But, um, but that, I, I, it's hard for me to imagine that Joey Barton's coming from a, a place of niceness, you know what I mean? Oh, gosh, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not starting that conversation. No, we won't get on to that. We won't yeah. get on to that if he ever manages a side that we're, play, we're playing against him. <laughs> exactly, So, or appoint him as manager, which I wouldn't be thrilled about, I'm going to be honest. No. Um, what are the, when you say Steve McLaren's name, the image that comes straight into my head is that in Bob Mortimer's Athletical Mints podcast, he portrays him as a bloke with a pet python who drives around in a clown car. Whereas a Joey Barton, the first thing that always comes into my mind is that when he was at Manchester City for a bit of fun, he, he pinned down a, an apprentice and stabbed him in the eye with a cigar. A lit cigar. Seriously? Yep, that's fact. I can, I can wow. say this. So that's why that, 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 the two ways I see those two men make me lean towards McLaren. That's all I'm saying. Well, McLaren has achieved a lot in football. Yeah, to be absolutely. Fair to him. Yeah. yeah. Um, box, what's in the, the paper bag is from. Oh. Banana Our good bread. friends at Bank Street good Social, at Bank Street Social, and they've given us Christmas delights: banana bread, <laughs> oh. mince pie crumble, Ooh. the spice fruit cake, banana bread. Hashtag up the coffee drinking reds. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's more. There's another box. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Two boxes. He, he said he'd bring enough for, for us and Emma. He said. So. He's standing just by us, fellas. Bless him. Should we get him on. What a legend. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Oh, man. He's on the pre-show. El Maestro del Café himself. You brought us boxes of of treats. I have, yep, yep, all ready for Christmas. Uh, You've got some some mince pine-themed stuff there. You've got some uh, almost like Christmas cake stuff and, and some classic banana bread. Oh, I tell you what, half-time is going to be a joy, isn't it? Oh, it is. Che, yeah. you were talking about doing Christmas-themed half-times, and so, so now here we are. We can start off with this good wear from Bank Street Social. Oh, we're happy. We appreciate it. Yeah, we're buzzing. Yeah. Absolutely buzzing. Totally. To the most iconic coffee shop in town as well. Yeah, I we, we do try. We do try. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this because you're here. I suppose I am in it. We wouldn't be talking about this if you were... I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Is that Mrs. G... Has, has now laid down to me as policy that Bank Street Social is the only place in Wrexham she'll drink coffee. <laughs> Based purely on quality of coffee. I've always said you you know, know. She, she's definitely got the brains of the relationship, hasn't she? <laughs> oh, oh, no question whatsoever, yeah. <laughs> and the taste, and anything else is going. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> yeah, but if you've heard her Sean Connery impersonation, it's absolutely rubbish. <laughs> yeah, oh, but- Mr. Scaramanga, we need to ask, rubbish. 
Exactly. Scaramanga, Roger Moore was James Bond when Scaramanga was in the James Bond film anyway. He's a man with a golden gun and that's Roger Moore. So probably Sean Connery never said Scaramanga, which is a shame because Scaramanga is the best word to say in the Sean Connery voice. Scaramanga. I don't know I'm, what to say I'm not going to try and do impressions. I don't, <laughs> don't want to get cancelled. Oh, you can hit your boxes back then. Fine. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Then we lose. Damn. No, the box is staying right yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. It's an absolutely lovely gesture. And I'm, I'm saying, you know, let's be honest, Bank Street Social is where you need to go if you go into town anyway, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. People visiting Wrexham, go there. You get, you get mm. to meet local people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely go visit Bank Street Social. Like, my only no. thing is that when I go to Bank Street Social, I, I often use coffee shops to get work done, and Bank Street is, such, is so social <laughs> that I genuinely can't. I read 10 pages of put the Paul Mullin book yesterday in, in the Bank Street Social, and uh, yeah, uh, it's not somewhere to go if you just want to have a little quiet, because it's so friendly in there, it's just lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Perfect. Well, enjoy, enjoy the match. Will do. Bring on Shrewsbury in the next round, hopefully. Oh, I hope so. Sorry. I hope so. <laughs> okay, <bye>. Commentators <laughs> curse and never coming back here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much. Nice one. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to that. It looks good, doesn't it? Six minutes to kick off. We should probably go into football match mode, should we? Well, to be fair, now we're not on the stream. We don't, we're not as bound away as what we were usually. That's true, yeah. But yeah. we could go into football match mode whenever you're ready. This is very old school, isn't it? Yeah, I We could like even it. just not bother with that at all. Yeah. And I haven't said welcome to Wrexham player. See, yes. look, the Yeovil oh. co- mascot's here. He is here. Oh, right, yeah. So they, they implied, yeah, he's dancing with Rex the Dragon. But they didn't want him walking out with the players. Yeah, and neither is Rex the Dragon, to be fair. So it was a big stink over nothing, but Aldi got their cheap publicity. It's Yeovil look a little bit bad, I would argue. I've got to, <laughs> I've got to say though, it's quite rare to see an opposing team's mascot. Yeah, it's, it, you occasionally see it, don't you? But very, very yeah, rare. Yeah. Um, he's. Are they gonna have a? F- oh, they're squaring up. Rex, just just have him, mate. Just take him <laughs> just down. Just take him down. Looks like old Greg, doesn't he? Yeah. What, what is he? He looks like Pickle Rick, actually. He does look like. I, Pickle I feel Rick. strongly about this. He does, but I, I think Rex would batter him in a fight. Oh, I think. I mean, if you look at the amount of um, the amount of stuffing in Rex's head, yeah. it's going to be very hard to do any damage to him, isn't it? You know. <laughs> oh, class. <laughs> you know, I've never really. Maybe this is something we ought to bring up in future: an actual practical breakdown of who'd win in a fight between mascots. Not your sort of general feeling that a dragon will beat a pickle, but your actual look at that. Look at that outfit, that big wide head. How can you make contact with his actual it, head? It would inside? be the West Brom boiler that would be the best one. Oh, yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Or that, is it St. Mirren, is it? Or Motherwell, is it? That, that, that anguished sun thing, screaming. Yeah, it's very weird, that. That's amazing, isn't it? that, yeah. isn't it? And um, that's, that would just it'd do the whole uh, Ma- 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 Muhammad Ali on Sonny Luskin thing. Bangor City's mascot, an actual eye. Was it? An eyeball, banger eye, because they go, oh, banger eye, don't they? That's their song. Oh, I don't know. I see. I could have made that up, but I'm sure Bill said that. <laughs> well, I think the players are ready to come out, guys. They're nearly coming out. Craig, Dr. Vans, greeting us from Vancouver. Hello. Must be early morning there, I reckon. Um, banger eye. Right. Let's get Googling. Banger eye, hospital. Oh, hello, hello, the banger eye. With an A. Oh, I'm confused now. This is something I need to look up in my own leisure. It looks very uh, odd. Whoa, my God, I've seen it. Right. 
Google the Banga Eye with an A mascot and you'll see some disturbing stuff. There's, mm. I love it. I mean, yes. It's an eyeball with a, smile. With a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I'll be honest, anatomically, I'd be worried about. I think that was the most intimidating mascot. And then, this, what, I don't know. Oh, I, oh, okay, I beg your pardon. This is the Bangarai's Twitter account putting pictures up of other weird mascots one of which appears to be a sort of <laughs> baseball Japanese baseball sperm yeah. it looks like really to be yeah. honest yeah wow yeah the banger eye that's impressive okay so one change yeah <laughs> just like I do okay. I sense the teams were close <laughs> as the teams come out led out by Rex the Dragon and that thing Wrexham one change Mark Howard in goal and apart from that it's the side that looked great in the first half at Harrogate and then really threw away the three points to the, a very limp second half performance so Wrexham lining up with Mark Howard in goal across the back will be Ben Toza Aaron Hayden and Tom O'Connor on the right hand side will be Jacob Mendy on the left James McLean in the centre of midfield George Evans Elliot Lee and Andy Cannon and up front Paul Mullen and Ollie Palmer really strong bench for Wrexham as well of course you can name an extra two substitutes in the FA Cup so on the bench Wrexham we've got Luke McNicholas as a backup keeper Jordan Davis Luke Young Liam McAlinden Bryce Susanna who of course can play in this competition Sam Dolby Will Boyle Jake Bickerstaff and James Jones expect all of them I would just suggest to get a start on Tuesday against Boston. As for Yeovil, they've made two changes from the side that lost heavily to Welling 4-1 a fortnight ago. Joe Day is in goal. They've switched to three at the back from four at the back. They do switch between the two formations. And so the three centre-backs are Duncan Idemen, Morgan Williams and Jake Runnell. The wing-backs are Michael Smith and Alex Whitley. In midfield, Sonny Lowe-Everton... Matt Worthington and Charlie Cooper making his first start since September the manager's son and up front Frank Newble is partnered by Jordan Young nine subs for Yeovil none of whom are goalkeepers interestingly so they've got Jake Hyde ex-Rexham striker of course Jordan Maguire-Drew ex-Rexham Loney from a bit earlier on and then also Josh Owers Will Dawes Josh Staunton who of course is extremely experienced Sonny Cox Reese Murphy scored a hat-trick here the first time Wrexham played against Yeovil at the race course and Alex Fisher and well Yeovil have already done one interesting tactical thing haven't they Jake? Yeah yeah they've switched sides so we are shooting towards the Stoke Cold Brew coffee stand in the first half that could be a bad thing for them if we get early goals because you know <laughs> the ball seems to be a magnet towards that goal in that mm. end well, let's see what happens then as Mullen stands over at a cold, misty day here in Wrexham. Referee is just making sure everything's in order. I love, the way, they, I love the way they count the players on the pitch. Come on, Tom. I love the way he counts the players on the pitch. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Well, he's holding it up quite a bit. He's come wandering around, walking through the centre circle. Now he's checking with both keepers. This game is broadcast live, of course, so whether he's just been told wait till the go ahead and there's someone next to the fourth official on the side of the pitch I guess they'll give him the signal remember you can contact us on 
the hashtag AskWrexham, that's A-S-K-W-X-M on Twitter. As away we go, Mullen, cross all back, the crowd roar. And we're back at the race course on a Sunday for a change. O'Connor knocking it long and straight onto the head of Williams, who gets a clear. Your will clear it a second time as Wrexham knock it forwards. Nuble, who has looked good against us in the past, a massive striker, holds the ball up well. Good strength, barging into Cannon, working it wide. Return pass just overhead. Hayden read it well. Good pass. Mullen now on the right. Yeovil haven't committed many men forwards, though. So there's no chance of a breakaway. Goes so often, three at the back. Certainly the way we play it is an attacking formation. But if that's anything to go by, Yeovil have got five at the back with three screening them. And Arn's going to overcommit. Interesting to see if that is an indication of what they're going to do as Lee slows it down. But they're certainly sitting in now, aren't they? Yeah, sitting very deep, aren't they? They've got a say they've got a back line of five and three in front of them, but very difficult to break down. But hopefully with the quality we've got, we should be going, yep. playing through them, to be honest. Hayden, the sloppy pass allows Yeovil to come forwards, but Mendy is in control as Cooper overhits a pass, looking down the left-hand side for Alex Whittle. They got relegated last year with a squad that you felt shouldn't have got relegated. They were a mess on and off the pitch. Uh, and Mark Cooper came in at the end of last season and it was clear that they were going to back him and let him rebuild. And he's rebuilt really well. They brought in some good players in the summer. And, well, they had a phenomenal run of, was it 14 consecutive wins in all competitions? Which ended three games ago. <coughs> Here's Elliot Lee now on halfway line. Again, Yeovil's midfield backs off. Good ball to Mullen between the lines. Quickly out to McLean on the left. Dags in an early ball. That's a poor cross. Easy for the goalkeeper, Joe Day, to take. They are playing very, very yeah. deep, aren't they? Well, the defensive line yeah. isn't, but their midfield is. The midfield yeah. just aren't trying to engage with us at all at the moment. They're just sitting off, trying to compress the space around the outside of the area. So this could be interesting. I mean, Nubel, like I said, has shown against Wrexham in the past that he can, yeah. he can be a match winner. Long kick through the middle, toes their heads it away. Cooper again just scoops it back in Hayden nods it back to Howard I've got to say early on Newville just looks like one of those strikers that's like a nightmare to deal with as a centre half and he often can play wide and cut in and shoot which you know considering that he's obviously also got the attributes of a big target man you know does make him a threat Hayden now good interchange on the right ahead of him he uses that and finds Cannon but now we've got a sea of defenders to get past so he goes back Rexham will look to shift the point of attack the midfielders for Yeovil shuffling across to protect their back five as Wrexham shift it around on the left. Evans now. McLean's down the line. Mullen dropping off again between the lines to try and find space. And Evans lifts it into the box. Nice ball to Lee Out wide on the left-hand side. He's forced away from goal but finds McLean in space level the edge of the area. Squares it. Evans in the box. Wasn't the best pass by McLean. And as a result Young coming back from up front is able to intercept Yeovil now have it in their own half Cooper getting lots of the ball early on Nubel makes a good run for him but Cooper's pass is the right pass but very poorly executed and Wrexham have it back again Evans very busy early on demanding the ball but Toza typically progressive finds Cannon Mendy on the right now Cannon down the line is available and gets it only the two strikers ahead of him loads of Yeovil bodies they are really parking the bus outside the box here Wrexham having to be zippy just trying to move it quickly Yeovil push up a bit can Wrexham work it over the top? No, but Evans switches quickly. O'Connor now has got McLean ahead of him as he drives into Yeovil's half. 
McLean, 25 yards out on the left. Lee goes on an overlap. Instead, it's Evans. Lee is still going, and that's made space. Lee now, level the edge of the area. On his right foot, back to Evans. Raxon patient. Nice ball to McLean. Chance to cross. He's got time. He whips it in another one. Oh, keeper made a mess of it. And is so lucky. He went to punch. Got hardly any contacts. Just enough contact to nick it past Mullen. But that was, that was horrible goalkeeping. O'Connor again now. Yeovil really backing off. He might try a shot here. He fakes to. The crowd tell him to. He finds McLean out wise. McLean hits the goal line. Gets the cross. Deflection. Where will it drop? Keeper has to tip it over for a corner. <laughs> Testing moments for Joe Day in goal for Yeovil. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly what we wanted, isn't it? Mm. Good start by Rex and putting the pressure on Yeovil. Well, Yeovil really aren't putting a premium on retaining the ball at all. As McLean signals for a away swinger. Sweeps it in with pace to the far post. Mullen uh, can't win it. Toza looks like his shirt's being pulled by Nubel in the box. Lines on won't give it because it's in the box. He's expect Cannon gets back brilliantly oh. to tackle Nubel. Oh, 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 oh. Now then, Cannon made a meal of it, but Nubel swung an arm at him and hit him on the top of the head as he untangled himself. The referee is the body language of someone who's not going to do anything with it. Totally agree with you. He's not going to do anything at all, is he? I'm Although sorry. the fourth official had a good view of it. So let's see what happens. That's reckless there by Newball. What's the point in doing that? Yeah, I think I see it that way. It's reckless, and quite frankly, yeah, there's absolutely no point in it. But you can get sent off for that. I wonder if any. He's just patted Newball on the backside, which I strongly suspect is a sign he's not sure with any guards. But well, it should be a yellow at least for me. Mm. I mean, Cannon made a meal of it. I don't think there's any doubt of that. But Newball definitely swung his arm at him yeah. and made contact on his head. So. And he didn't swing it gently. It's a no card for Nubel. Cannon has to stay off the pitch for 30 seconds now as he as he was treated. I'm sorry, you've got to give him a bucking for that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. At least, at least a bucking. Yeah. At least well, he's given card. a throw to Yeovil, so... I mean, the fourth official couldn't have had a better view. That's all I can say, really. But uh, Nubel was pulling Toza's shirt in the box as the ball was bouncing yeah, out. Was. So yeah. Maybe Toza was pulling his a bit as well. Um, but he was lucky to get away with that and then Cannon great tackle they tangled up and yeah Nubel just took a swing at him interesting start to the game so Yeovil work it back to their keeper actually getting a bit of possession Cannon still on the side of the pitch it's Worthington their captain a class midfield player it's a long 30 He's seconds guys off. there we go Cannon's back on and now it's Williams trying to build up from the back. Slightly risky pass then. And Cooper has forced uh, Williams into a situation where the only thing he can do is play the back pass. And now here comes one Al again from the edge of the box. Again, over and over the top by Young this time. Another long ball. Oh, the lucky ricochet of Toza means Young picks her up on the right. Pretty much over his first possession in Wrexham's half. Rexham got bodies behind the ball, though. Young is doing really well, driving centrally, and in the end, working the ball in to Iden. He gets another touch of the ball on the halfway line, on loan from Bristol City. And he feeds it backwards, and Yeovil are going back into their own half once more. Rexham holding their line about 30 yards out as they move the ball around in midfield. And... Yeah, Yeovil are, are not, unless they've got a run over the top for them to play the long ball for, they're not really risking possession, are they? They're very passive. Ball down the line. It's picked up in midfield by Low Everton. 
Evans then helped on to Idahen. It's good passing by Yeovil, this, to be fair. Good, good little spell, but Rexma slowly pressing yeah. them right now. They're not risking the ball, are they, until Idahen chips it forward and gives it away. Tozer intercepts nicely, holds off the pressure, and feeds a measured ball to Cannon, who's hit late be a buck in. by Idahen. That's now, got to be a buck in. A buck that was a late tackle. Yep. You know what I'm going to say? First 10 minutes, Graf's not going to do anything. Uh, it doesn't look like he is either. Nope. Don't think he's even spoken to Idahan, but he was certainly late there. Okay. Well, I think we've got the measure of this ref now, haven't we? <laughs> but that was late. I, I think Cannon made a meal of both of them, but I think you're lucky to get away with a, not getting a card for both of them as yeah. well. Yeah. Cannon didn't ask for treatment this time, so we can take the free kick. Squares it to Evans. And Evans, ah, feeds it down the line just as those who went into the middle. Looked like it was pre-planned, but it wasn't very well executed. Here's Evans again now under pressure. He's calm. Back to Mendy. We're going to have to be patient here. We're going to have yeah. to dig into them. Yeah, we've seen many teams come here like last season, didn't they? And did exactly the same to us. And it's just a case of breaking them down slowly during the game. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a bit of a grind, this, I think, to try and get on top of them. Ball fed in to Cannon, his pass back just interests Nubel. If that is how you say his name, Jim Balfour saying, isn't it Nuble? I don't mind, there's no accent on his name that they put here. Great ball to McLean on the wing. He's running at his man, feeds it into the area, nice little pass, Palmer's touch lets him down, he's barely had a touch yet, Palmer. Cannon keeps the ball moving though, Evans squares it, the Wrexham fans having seen that shot at the post of Harrogate, urge Evans to shoot, but it goes wide to Lee, who takes on his man, works it inside, that's nice, now then, space for McLean after a snappy pass by O'Connor, rips ball. it to the far post, Mendy oh. heads it over! Great move by Wrexham, but it was just arriving a bit too high for Mendy, wasn't it, as he got over his man to keep it under control. Yeah, he could only header it up, really, he couldn't get out mm. under it, could he, to, you know... Ideally, you want to head into the bottom corner. It's just harder for the keepers to deal with. I yeah. think that would have been a certain goal if you would got the right connection on that. Yeah. It's uh, a clean after a, a couple of poor crosses. He's really starting to put some decent yeah. stuff in now, isn't he? And a lot's coming from the left. We're picking out McLean consistently. Long goal kick then. Still 0-0. Toza heads it away. Palmer fighting away. And, well, is that... Obstruction by Winnell, who sort of grabbed hold of Palmer and didn't challenge with the ball. Well, excellent at it back anyway. And Lee tries an early ball over the top. It's a great idea, just too much on it, though. He's looking for Cannon. It was a good late run by Cannon. Lee saw it, tried to hit the volleyed pass. Got too much on it. Good effort. So, Day looking to wind things down once more. He's not in the rush in his bright yellow kit. Gets rid of it, left footed. Baltimore Wrexham fanatics in. Fun start by the lads, active, good movements, few moderate chances, let's go. Yeah, it's, it's hard to play against a team that are really trying to restrict space in their own half. We started in the right way. It's got to be patient as Worthington, that's nicely worked to find a bit of space for the oval skipper and he rolls it down the channel. Noob looks offside to me and as he crosses in, there's no flag and important foot in by McLean, gets it away. He looked ahead of play to me. That's a good first touch by Cannon. And he drives it down the line. Too much on that. Oh, the wrong ball, yeah. yeah. Unlucky. Now Yeovil again look to play it out from the back. This the ball's given to Cooper once more by Low Everton. Winnell now. Again, it's the centre-backs just pushing it amongst themselves. 
Wrexham slowly being drawn up to the halfway line. Back pass to Joe Day, and he gets rid of it left-footed. Straight through over the Wrexham centre-backs to Howard. O'Connor, who is getting really chilly now. Of <laughs> course, the women's game was called off for this afternoon. And yeah, it is nippy. Aiden down the line to Mendy. It's Yeovil putting a bit of pressure on in Wrexham half for the two strikers. Wrexham bypass it quite neatly as they switch from the right to the left. And O'Connor has it. Approaching the halfway line, but clean drops off to offer. O'Connor is cautious instead. Interestingly, I never knew they did this. We've had a cover blow it, uh, on the pitch we for did, the last yeah. couple of days. Like a big tent on there, yeah. yeah. With yeah. their hot air blown in, paid for by the FA. Because it's a TV game. So because it's a TV game, the FA determined to have it on. So they'll pay for your, your maintenance. Lee squares it to the edge of the box. Mullen lays it off. O'Connor hits a shot, blocked. Inside the box, Evans keeps it moving as the ricochet comes back to him. Lee on the left now. <laughs> Yeovil just all sitting in. Wrexham just probing. Little square ball by McLean is a good one. Lee spins on the edge of the area, squares it nicely. Cannon might line up a shot here. He crosses instead. Good header. What Great save by Day. Yeah! And the rebound is in. Wrexham take the lead. And it's Ollie Palmer. He's been quite quiet so far. But that doesn't matter because the first time he gets a chance, he puts Wrexham in the lead. Well, he got a feel for the oval keeper X. He's made a good save. His defence didn't clear it out. And Ollie Palmer got the rebound. 1-0 Wrexham early on, Neil, that's ideal, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we said before, you know, we, what we need is an early goal against the Oval. They've got to come out now and attack us if we want to take this game any further. Otherwise, you know, we could see another 6-0 to Wrexham, but Wrexham have been on top. Uh, a great ball in, a great save, you say, by Day in the keeper, but all he could do is parry it out to Palmer. Free header straight to the back of the net, 1-0 Wrexham after 13 minutes. Now Hayden has gone down hurt, yeah. worryingly, on the halfway I've line. I've seen him hold his leg early and Boyle was called up to warm up, so maybe no. there's a slight injury there again. This is all reminiscent of the Sheffield United game last year where we had two mm. players go off, two defenders go off within minutes. And James Jones is... Is that James Jones stripping off there? Looks like James Jones, yeah. That's an interesting one. Like I say, Boyle would be the obvious replacement. But Jones is stripping up. Oh, goodness me. Poor Hayden. Number of times we've had this where you just look off the pit, off the ball and poor Hayden's down. Does that mean Evans might sit back in defence? Yeah, be, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'd like well, to see Boyle get some minutes, to be fair. <laughs> Evans has dropped back into the back three and then Tools has run across to get advice and has turned around and beckoned Evans saying, you come across as well. Come to talk to the coaches. So, yeah, it looks like, sadly... We're going to oh, lose Aaron Hayden again to injury. That's so unfortunate. Mm. So Hayden off. James Jones on. Another... Well, no. Hayden... Oh, what a shame. Let's hope he's just been kicked. I know it sounds daft, but, you know, it's not so muscular. Well, I've seen him hold his hamstring a little bit oh. for a split second. And then as soon as that happened, Boyle's, Boyle and Jones started warming up, mm. so... Maybe it's something they were aware of prior to the game, and it's just maybe it's just a precaution. Hopefully, hope so. That's hope he's felt it early. Anyway, so we've got a back three now of George Evans at right side at centre back, Tozer in the middle, and O'Connor at left side at centre back. James Jones will go into the right-sided midfield role with Cannon now in the central role. 
as Yeovil restart, knock it long, and Mendy heads it away under pressure. Jones chases, can't keep it in, throwing the halfway line, which Worthington balls down the flank for Whittle. What a blow that is. What a shame. Throwing down the flank by Whittle. Mendy gets up ahead of Nubel, and the ball spins off his head. Young, dispossessed by Mendy. Toza digs at the clearance, headed away, but Palmer deep in his own after as well, squares it, and Cannon helps it moving, and now Wrexham got some pace on the break in. Mullen is making a nice little run across the defence as the ball spreads by Lee to McLean, and Yeovil got back into position. They got back quickly there. So here's Lee now, bringing it down to walking pace, is what he did before we injected the pace that led to the goal. Cannon's hooked cross. Palmer scoring at the second attempt Jones now on the right that's a lovely pass down the flank he spotted a great run by Mullen and has picked him out by the corner flag yeah, Wrexham yeah, well, on a throw toes the territory great ball lovely work that by Jones lovely first involvement for him oh. short throw to Mendy who cuts inside Cannon available goes back instead Evans swiftly pulls it across the pitch to O'Connor who drives forwards again Yeovil's midfield so deep you know, if, they, if they stick to this game plan, they've really got to hope they don't get a second in before the break because yeah. it'll be hard to come back then. You know, they're making it difficult for us, but we feel comfortable at the moment. James Jones on the halfway on the right-hand side. Mendy takes over. Under pressure, he'll go back. Wrexham can be patient with a goal up against a side that aren't really pressing. And now again, Evans picks out O'Connor and he's got lots of space to run into. Lee feels he was blocked off the ball. Ref's not interested. Good ball into Palmer by oh. McLean. Palmer has to turn away from goal because he's under a lot of pressure. It's picked up by Lee, who carries it forward, finds Palmer 25 yards out, poor first touch, finds Mullen. Mullen goes down, doesn't get the free kick. There wasn't enough contact on him there. Mullen's at par the pass by Palmer to Mullen didn't do Mullen many favours. Evans touched tight on Nubel, pushing him back into his own half. Palmer comes to join in. Wrexham putting on pressure. Good pass by Whittle to get out of the press. Or oh, Yeovil could have lost the ball deep in their own half. Now the ball is switched by Williams out to the right-hand side. Yeah, but great pressure by Wrexham. Yeah, we know when to press, when to step off. Again, yeah. some, this has been a really good feature of us under Parkinson over the years. As there's an out ball now for Imahen. Ball's played into Nubel, 35 yards out. But again, they're not risking much possession, but they're passing. Young goes backwards now. Worthington on the halfway line slides it forward. Sloppy pass by the wing-back, Smith. And Yeovil have to retrieve it in their own half and start again from the back. It's again Imhen who's the player who wants to come driving forwards, a left-sided centre-back. Squares it to Cooper, poor pass, intercepted, Jones unlucky. He tried to squeeze it through, Cooper got a toe to it, and so Rex wants to start from deeper. But we have possession on the edge of our area. And Lee, deep in his own half, has a look around. There's not much movement ahead of him, so he's happy to carry it over the halfway line. And they're not coming to him, are they, either? No. The, the over players, they, they're just going backwards and backwards. And, yeah, they and drop off to about the edge of the area or just in yeah. front, and then the midfield just drops in front of the yeah. back five. That's a good Great ball to Mullen, who's off balance, but controls it and pokes it cutely to McLean around the back of the defence. Drives it in the goal mouth! Oh. Just wide the far post. He says it is a defender. The ref says no. Clean strike. I'm thinking it's a cross rather than a shot, but it was very close to going in at the far post. Yeah, well, another well worked piece by Wrexham. You know, they, they just go up a gear and, you know, pass that ball so much quicker. And it's yeah, great by Mullin and then so McLean in space and a great shot by McLean. And, and I think, yes, Mark, he was going for goal rather than a shot, rather than a, a cross. 
our quality is really showing so far in this half, I've got to say. Well, Mullen, of course, we saw how well he played when he got his hat-trick, not just with the finishing, but with the, the touches and flicks around the corner, and there was one again. So I hope he's in the mood. As the ball ricochets wide from the goal, get good foot in by Mendy, that as Whittle threatened to get in behind him. Whittle, who's crossed our paths a few times, playing for Chesterfield in the National League. Back to Worthington, and he feeds it back, and Emma Hens under pressure from Palmer, gives it away. Palmer pokes oh. it nicely, Mullen now has got two players to beat. He hasn't got much support, he holds it up on the flank sensibly and works it back to Palmer, who did really well there. Palmer, again in midfield with no pressure on him. Initiates another little range of passing. Jones has done well to find a pocket of space on the right. Mendy receives outside him, 25 yards out. Cuts inside, finds Cannon. Cannon... Again, probes, sees nothing, comes back out. Evans to Mendy, who's come inside a bit. And Mendy decides, let's go back to square one. Toza starting there again. Patience from Wrexham. That's how the first goal came. Jones finds Cannon in the space. It's just dangerous, I think, to allow players like Cannon and Lee so much space in these parts of the pitch. Jones inside, Palmer back to him. Walking pace at the moment. Cannon's under pressure, good strength, protects the ball well. Back to the halfway line, Evans was all the way back to Howard. I think he felt, yeah, that was that was becoming too tight, that little corner of play. Here's a corner now. Wrexham in their own half. 1-0 up, 22nd minute. As it's picked up again by O'Connor, who's really enjoying driving forwards. McLean looks for the return pass, wins a throw-in. Will Toza come forwards for it? No, Wrexham aren't that interested in the long throws so far today. No, it's Cannon. There's a run around the back by McLean. It's a nice one. Cannon didn't see it. And Wrexham are just moving it around slowly. Jones wants to switch. Lee carries it forwards into a central area, spreads it to Jones. Mendy's outside. He throws it to Peter Mullin, but Worthington read that well and cut it out and gets it clear. Cannon, good interception on the stretch. Managed to just kill the ball a bit, which gave Mendy a chance to keep it in. And when he gets to Cannon, he plays a lovely first-time ball to Mullen on the right. Mullen taking away my hand, wins the throw-in by the corner flag. This time I think Toza will want to take it. Yeah, I'd like to see his test a Toza throw. Well, Mendy was about to take it, but the rest just stopped him. <laughs> Toza said, yeah, I'll stop it as well, mate. So it'll be Toza. Yeah, just try it, yeah, see what happens. The keeper looked a bit nervous early, then she mm. gone short again. Back to Toza, who has a good cross in his locker, of course, but he doesn't deliver. And Mendy's at the edge of the area. Oh, cute attempt by Evans to get past his man with a drag back. He doesn't manage it, but he's kept the ball. Mendy's outside him by the corner flag. Evans uses Mendy and has made a nice little run, but Mendy instead beats his man, drives into the box, chips it across at the edge of the area. Lots of space for McLean. He works it wide instead. Lee in the box, left-hand side, taking on Smith. He goes on the outside of him, chips it into the box, headed away and flicked on on the edge of the box by Young. Sensible play by Mullin to work it back to the halfway line and Wrexham start again. McLean on the left, 30 yards out. Plays a give and go to Lee. Lee cuts inside instead. Oh, poor pass by Lee. Intercepted, but Cannon and Lee counter-press and win it back straight away. McLean into midfield, toes on the retreat, keeps the ball moving. Cannon again, popping up on the left, just drives forwards. Cross comes in, it's a good one. Palmer chests it down, Mullen hits it. Referee has given handball against Palmer. Um, Champions League fans, Achille came off his body and then hit his arm. Discuss. And it's like a Newcastle PSG situation, was it? For the penalty. <laughs> yeah, exactly so. Not that I saw it, but I heard you on the radio, mm. yeah. The 
the weird thing is, I thought, okay, let's have a look at this. And I've always said it's handball, it can't be handball if it doesn't go off your body. That's not a rule at all. It's a directive by the Premier League. UEFA have a different directive. I've got to say, I think that if there's a, ooh, there's a collision on the edge of Exeter, you will fans find their voice. Young collided with O'Connor. Yeovil wanted the foul. It didn't look like a foul to me. Yeovil, I thought Young rather ran into O'Connor. He would have been in a good position. Young's having a go now as a, at the referee. Yeah, the FA's directive is that you can't have handball off a body, off your own body. Um, but that's not the law. And UEFA's rule, directive is different again. It's, it's just, maybe you should just have laws and stick to them. Yeah. <laughs> So they're changing the advice every week according on what was on the headlines last week. UEFA, just to confuse things further, said they're going to give a directive next season saying you can't be handball off, off someone's body. As a pass forwards by O'Connor goes astray, Yeovilo can't capitalise because Lee, the intended target, did really well to come across and block uh, the forwards' progress of the ball. And then Mendy intercepts oh, Paul. Imahen again. Referee, you've got to get yeah. a yellow card out. The pressure from Cannon forced Imahen to a poor pass. And Mendy tried to go past him and Imahen went to ground and took him yeah. down. He's already hit Cannon and late, which could have been a yellow. And now he gets a warning from He's the just, ref. So. just said that's twice. Yeah, you well... Be, you give me yellow then. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I think that's... Uh, I think that pretty much sums up the, convers- the situation, frankly, yeah. yeah. Does that Fuck warrant him. a weak referee, Mark? Yep, 100%. Here's Jones now with the ball over the top, looking for Mullen. He picks it down beautifully, but oh. skies his shot, hits the roof of the stand. Great ball by Jones, who's made a super start since he's come off the bench. Yeah, a better ball would have been just lay it through to Palmer, who's in the centre of the centre of the box, and just tap it in. Well, yeah, for Mullen, maybe so, yeah, absolutely. It was a great ball by Jones. Fabulous first touch by Mullen, though, which makes you think, I'm going to take this on, doesn't it? But His body position was all wrong. He's leaning back too much, and it's gone to Rose head, unfortunately. Palmer was available, as you say. What a ball by Jones, and what a touch by Mullen. Long kick now. Evans wrestled with by Newble. Nothing given. Mendy gets a foot in Newble. That's onto it. Base tries to burst into the left side of the box. Uh, Evans as well stuck with him. Ricochets out and Yeovil let it run for the throw in. Whittle with the ball in his hands. And again, the Yeovil fans find their voices. Whittle with the ball in his hands. They're not setting up for a long throw. Low Everton arrives late in the box. The ball's fed back by Worthington to Whittle. He pokes it around the corner nicely. Newble now, falls to the corner flag. Does well to squeeze the ball out to Low Everton. And now Yeovil switch it again, back into midfield. Bit of space for, uh, for Williams. But Wrexham keep their shape. Young has to go back to the halfway line. Yeovil try to build again. Picked up on the right by Smith. Wrexham got everyone behind the ball and are forcing Yeovil to pass it in front of them. 27 minutes played still 1-0 to Wrexham thanks to Ollie Palmer's goal Lee stepping up putting pressure on Wrexham pressing a bit more as the oval approached the halfway line the Glovers are calm they're all switched again by Winnell and Worthington has it now on the right hand side Cooper makes a run ahead of him but they've been forced back to the keeper now good shape by Wrexham squeezing them back hit long left footed Evans backed into by Newble still wins it and now 
Well, Cannon's pass wasn't great to Jones, and Jones got it away but couldn't find Lee. They're just not yeah. really looking to get it forwards, are they? They're... It's not being brave at all. Maybe mm. they should be looking to think it over the top, looking for new ball. That's exactly it, not being brave. Early on, they played a couple of balls over the top for his runs and one for Young as well, but they haven't since. They're still recirculating. Now they go over the top for Nubel, or again, for me, looks sorry. like he's gone early. But it's just not given, and O'Connor has to head it away. Nubel flicks it on, and he's got a chance from a tight angle. He puts it well over, and O'Connor is turning and asking the linesman the question. Yeah, that was... Not much of a chance, but nonetheless, it could have been... It shows that they do have a degree of quality going forward, and mm. maybe they should be looking for that ball and gambling a little bit more. It's an over the top, yeah. looking for their strikers a little bit more on the oval. Oh, I thought he was way offside when that ball was placed. I'm sorry, guys. Absolutely right. Yeah, he looked way off. Second time for me. Yeah, he's looked like he's gone too soon, but the flag stayed down. How the linesman didn't spot that. Mm. He was at least two yards ahead when that ball was played. So, the oval's first threatening moment of the game as Toza dinks it over to the left-hand side for McLean. Mullen again dropping off between the lines receives a snappy pass from McLean fed out wide to Lees spending a lot of time out on the left flank giving McLean options whether he wants to come inside and outside. Lee feeds it back Cannon again could have a go here squares it to Jones instead 25 yards out Mendy can't get wide long early quickly enough but it's a nice one too between Mullen and Jones he helps on to Cannon quickly out to the left McLean has got a chance to run at his man, runs, gets past him as well, falls backwards, Cannon, that's a great ball, is it unlucky? Tries to feed Lee in and listen to the applause for a pass that went straight out for a goal kick. It's a lovely idea by Cannon. Great idea, just a little bit too much pace on it, wasn't it? He's looked good today, Cannon, hasn't he? Yeah, but for me, he should have had a shot when he was out there. He had acres of space and uh, yeah, he fed it out wide rather than a, a pot on goal. I would, yeah, I would like to see our players have a couple long-range efforts today and really test his keep. Keeper, yeah, opened up for him. Yeah, have you seen Cannon shoot? Well, have a go. <laughs> have you seen him have a go? No, yeah, well, <laughs> when you but I him... think you have, and that's the problem. I think I, I think I'll have you pass the Jones to have a pop. I don't know. And then McLean oh. is caught late, a yellow and that's a yellow card. A Just... lot of descent from Ooh, yeah, yeah, Cooper, yeah. a hell of a lot of descent from Cooper. You need to be careful that. But he gets the yellow, he needs to be careful, he doesn't get a yellow for the, the second yellow for descent, mm. doesn't he? He was really swing, throwing his arms up in the air in the referee's face. Chip off the old block, his dad's the manager, and he's, uh, he's not shy, shall we say. <laughs> I've got to say, though, I think that's just uh, the point of the game. We're into the 31st minute, so now we'll book somebody. Oh, Whereas I think some of the other ones earlier were worse. Sevens now. Brings it forward, looks for Palmer, unlucky, nearly button clear. Nice ball by Mullen, picked up Palmer, uh, Evans going forwards. Palmer found space between two of the centre-backs in the middle. So a little bit too much on it, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, shame that. So 32nd minute now. 1-0 still to Wrexham. You know, to be fair to Yeovil, their, their approach is working in that they're still in the game. Gretsch Kvetsch, um likes the idea of hitting the pig and win a bacon butty like in Bull Durham hit the bull and win a steak dinner that brings back I haven't seen that film for a long time yeah <laughs> good early throw by Howards and now Wrexham again of O'Connor coming forward McLean's really Please. sprinting down the flank and O'Connor looks for him and doesn't quite judge it right it's from behind for the goal kick correct ball but the problem really I think there was that Smith was as quick as McLean they were both really sprinting down the line if McLean had just been able to outpace him, 
then that pass would have worked. Again, it's a pace on the ball as well. Mm. I think he's got to play that pass <laughs> as well because it's just so inviting, isn't it? That run. Uh, oh yeah, I'm not looks so promising. The, the pass. Yeah. It was a great, great, great idea. It was just the pace that the ball, you know, the ball was travelling at. Yeah, just too much on it. Dave must have just asked before that yellow. Do you think he'll give a yellow in this game? He's on TV. Doesn't want to seem to give advantage to Team Hollywood. Well, I think you may have a point, but he's, he cracked in the end as Mendy now is under pressure by his corner flag. He's tackled by Whittle and he just about saves it from going for a corner. James Jones now under pressure and the same part of the pitch does well. Turns and hooks it away. Mullin can't keep it in. Throw. He does well there, James Jones. Yeah, yeah. He does those sorts of ugly things well, doesn't he? You know, just coming in and putting out fires. Yeah, just putting that, dinking it away so, you know, at least they're not in a threatening area. So Whittle with the throw, level the edge of the area into low Everton. He scoops it straight to Evans. Nice pass on the volley to Palmer. He can't hold on to it under pressure, though. He's fighting hard to try and win it back and nearly forces the error. It's uh, Yeovil recirculator again. Out to the right-hand side, to Smith. Not many promising options, and Lee is all over him, robs him, and now Rex can break. Mullins driving forwards as Lee looks for his opportunities. Finds it, Mullin. Mullin quickly back to Lee after poor switch, and Whittle will pick it up, but Lee was taken up very late, I think by Cooper, the player who was booked. He was complaining to the ref. That could be another booking, shouldn't it? Well, yeah, it was very late after the ball had gone. Ref's not interested. Cooper continues to protest as if he wants that second yellow. Come on, ref. Let's have another row. Dare you to bring your card out. Ref says, nah, I'm not that kind of guy. It's a, we always brought Worthington, the skipper, over to say, next time I'm sending Cooper, Cooper off, which is uh, obviously something that referees often say and don't follow through on. But why even warn him? You know, there's no need to warn him. Yeah, oh, I totally agree. Yeah, if, you, if you're thinking that's a yellow, yeah. then it's a yellow. Short ball by Lee, and he drives as he gets it back into the box, pokes it in towards uh, Mullen. Good strength by Mullen to hold her off. Fans in the Mold Road stand, asking for a penalty for sure. Tugging Mullen didn't ask for it. And then the cross comes in, blocked easily. Mullen picks it up in the corner of the area, feeds it wide to McLean. McLean now, a cannon, beg your pardon, finds McLean by the corner flag, drills in a flat cross across oh. the face. Good defending by Whittle to somehow get it clear under the bar. Wrexham come again, McLean left hand side. Back to Cannon in midfield. Jones sprinting off the ball 10 yards just to make himself available if Rexham wants to use him. Seeing that sort of unseen hard work he puts in and he plays a good ball over the top. Imahin manages to beat Palmer to it. I thought that looked like Palmer's to take on his chest then. Yeah, I thought he was as well. Now here's Whittle driving to the halfway but then slowing yeah, things down. Yeovil are frustrating me. I'm not a Yeovil fan. <laughs> Put it over the top, play, you know, Play that risky ball. O'Connor on the far side of the pitch from Whittle was marking two then. Yeah. Because McLean was so high at the pitch, which, you know, was something they could have exploited. Now they played yeah. it down. That's a good ball towards Whittle if he can keep it in. And he can. He's taking on Mendy. Pulls it quickly back. Though Worthington can cross. Only Nubel in the box, though. Young swaps passes of Cooper. Chips the ball in. Evans heads it clear. Cooper hits it. Good, good save. save by Howard. That was heading for the top right corner. And Howard got across quickly to push it two-handed round the post for a corner. We yep. need to take advantage of our domination of this game. The old one nil's never enough cliche. No, we set off too much there, Mark. When we were defending, mm. we allowed him to play the ball around rather than closing him down. And, you know, great strike from their, their player and a good save from Howard. Mm. 
Yeah, it's a it's a cup upset that Yeovil are aiming for, and they're still in this tie. Corner then. Loads of players in the six-yard box penning in Howard. It's swept to the near post. Newble heads it to the edge of the box and then gets a touch to it. Towering header to get away by Barmer. And in the end, from 30 yards out from the Wrexham goal, Whittle, I think I'm Cooper, has no option but to find his keeper, Day. He stands a good diagonal out to the left-hand side for one out. Paid forwards again by Cooper. That's a poor pass. And Evans has got time on the edge of the area to bring it under control and Wrexham can... Starting again. is in acres of space on that wing again. Mm. Well, Evans has seen him. McLean was just holding back so he didn't run offside. Evans, as ever, pinpoint bars to him. McLean has to go backwards. Yeah, McLean looked like an Olympic sprinter then. He was crouched and just ready to run. Toes it over the top and it's but something Palmer. for Palmer to chase here. Williams oh, is Palmer nudged off it by Palmer. He's done really well to make something of that. McLean now. Left-hand side, level the edge of the area. Pulls it back, Lee has a look inside. Yeovil got bodies back now, though. He gives a little poke. Palmer pinning his man, touches it off. Lee pulls it back, looking for Mullen. It's blocked, ricochets around, poor clearance. Mendy on the edge of the box, heads it back where it came from, straight into the path of a Yeovil player, and it's cleared. The Mark Cooper, the Yeovil manager, furious at the poor clearance. Evans, lovely little turn, feeds it inside. Jones thinks he's fouled, not given. No, and now Yeovil can try and break. Good ball to Young, great tackle by O'Connor. The ball spins out to the right-hand side. Williams now on the halfway line, tries the diagonal, looking for Newble, but again, Evans very calm, backpedals, nods it back to Howard. Light rain continues to come down, long ball by O'Connor, is too long, and Day fields it. He's looking for Mullen. 38th minute, 1-0 up. Feels a bit more like a cup tie again now, doesn't it? They're starting to ask questions, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. One nil, never enough. Enough. Young drops off on the front and turns in the halfway line. They're getting their wing backs up higher up the pitch now than they have been. Yeah, they are, they are bringing more players, a lot mm. more players forward. Just the ball's fed out to the right hand side, and Williams is tackled well by Lee. Went to ground, got a good challenge in. Throw just short of the halfway onto Yeovil on the right-hand side. A few yards being stolen. It's been taken in the racks some half. The ref it's isn't interested. It. Yep. So, throw back to Williams. He goes back to the keeper. Wrexham starts to step up to the halfway line. Day with a long kick. Evans unchallenged. Brings it down nicely. Squares it to Tozer. Toes into midfield. That's nice link-up play. Evans helping it on to O'Connor. Now O'Connor once more has got that space to move into. McLean's dropped off. O'Connor stops the ball and has a look around. And Wrexham again will build patiently. Toes it to Evans. There's a good movement by Jones. Loads of space in the middle of the pitch for him. As he drives forwards again. The oval manager Cooper looks exasperated as Jones... Ah, it's a sloppy pass. Gives it away. Mendy sprinting back really well. And a foul's given against him. I've got to say, there was marginal contact on Whittle then. He felt, he felt a touch and went down. Very soft foul, that yeah. was. Free kick in midfield. Mark Cooper's having a go at the referee. Demands a bucking and the ref tells him to calm down. Phil Parkinson steps in now. <laughs> Another ref's got the poor fourth official in between the two of them. Parkinson telling Cooper, calm yourself down, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so free kick Monell will take it on the left hand side Newble wants it dropped in 
And the defender obliges. Newble wrestling at toes. Heads it up in the air. Wrexham win it back. Lee nicely judged past the Palmer. Deep in his own half. Over the top for Mullen. That's a good ball. Mullen now. Can he keep it in? Yes, he can. No support. Although McLean's tearing in at the far post. Mullen takes on his man. Hits the goal line. And does he want a corner? Not quite. Well, he has eventually. No goal no, kick. Okay. Unlucky. Defender got a good block in Winnell and managed to knock it off Mullen. So we haven't made many chances yeah, in the last 15 say, minutes. I don't think, like that. I think that's a lot of credit to Yeovil's defence, to be fair. Mm. Um, they stopped us from creating chances, but we, I'd re I think we really need... Another, the next goal in this game is going to be really, yeah. really important. Absolutely. So they, with the goal kick, we've got four and a half minutes of added time. Still half time, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Ball not long. Toza heads it down. Mullen pulls it back to Jones. Mullen with two men on him. Snappy gives it back to Jones. Jones back to Mendy. Yeovil suddenly are pressing hard in Wrexham's half, but Mendy does well to get it out of there. Now Wrexham can attack down the left as O'Connor again has lots of space to run into. Finds McLean in midfield. Cannon takes over in the centre circle. Yeovil holding a slightly higher line now. Midfield stepping up to join in a little bit. And McLean is round the back yeah. just offside. It's a shame because he found Mullen in front of goal. But yeah, he looked like he'd just yeah. gone too soon. Nice pass that. Well, initially this line put his flag down to say, yeah, he was fine. And all of a sudden he put his flag up, so... That's what you do when someone's offside, don't you? No, 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 no. Your flag's no, down they, and you put it up. No, no, no. They were, they were flagging as if he was onside. How do you flag someone onside? Uh, no, <laughs> they do that. You see them when they play. I'm not. Okay. I know, I'm being difficult, but I'm you are. You are. He flagged onside there. <laughs> no, they don't flag. <laughs> well, he can't until the ball's played. The ball has already been played. and You see it a lot in football, where they're indicating to the referee that he was onside. Bay knocks it long and O'Connor <laughs> miscontrols the header. So a chance for Yovo. That's a good piece of skill by Young, but a good block by O'Connor getting back in and recovering well. Throwing to Yovo, 15 yards out right hand side. Throws to the corner flag. And Wrexham can't stop Young from just cutting inside, looking for options. He's been forced away from goal, but again, he's good on the ball. He keeps going and Lee comes through the back of him, and that's a yellow. It has to be a buck in. Surely, yeah, it is. Free kick in a dangerous position as well, about so, 25 yards out, just right to centre. Bit silly going to ground there, it really yeah. was. Silly challenge, yeah. There's no need for that, was there, really? He was always going to get a yellow for that, even for this fella. And the truth of the matter is, yeah, they've got a shooting opportunity now. It's a distance away, but it would be something special if, if they could get this in, I must say. The cup special, Che. Since I saw that with Disney film, I've, I've gone a lot like that. <laughs> well, taking a bit of time lining this up. A young, of course, stayed down to make sure he's booked, but not down so long that he had to take 30 seconds off the pitch. And he is one of the three players standing on the ball. Cooper is there as well. Third man of Everton's left now. 1L, the big centre-back mark by Mendy, is the furthest... Defender out. Then we've got Evans picking up Williams. And it is going to be Young, it looks like. Standing on it, left-footed. Four-man wall. He shuffles up, hits her over the wall with pace. Good save! Hell of a save by Howard. 
That was a brilliant free kick. Oh, back to the hit the post, is it? Yeah, hit the post. Everyone's clapping Howard's, but yeah, I think that's hit the post. I think he had Oof. that covered in all fairness. Yeah. But that was a special strike. Mm. Again, Yeovil are making me feel very anxious at this moment in time because they are well and truly still in this game. Yeah. We we look superior, but we need that second goal, don't we? No question. Yeah. So Howard's right footed to Mullen. Just goes over his head when Al heads it clear. O'Connor heads it back into midfield. James Jones beating his word and gets up early. Cannon does well to win ahead of James. Doing that one well. Mullen now scrapping away. Forces a mistake from him and throw into Wrexham. Just short the halfway line. We're about to find out how much is going to be added on. Spendy has the ball in his hands. Throws it in short. So maybe we're not going to find out. Oh, 30 seconds left. The fourth official was a bit premature there. Stepping up as Evans again he's so in control when he plays passes like that just floats it over to O'Connor Lee again attacking from deep Mullen again dropping off it's a good ball to Palmer on the edge of the area heavy touch by him and the ricochet from the tackle spins through to the keeper Day Williams the centre back who was in that challenge a bit of Smith rather has gone down and stayed down three added minutes which I think is the minimum we could have had really So, there'll be another stoppage anyway as we look at the defender's fitness, but he's okay. Yeah, it started off looking very comfortable, but you can see that Yeovil have just cranked up the, the pressure on Wrexham, just started to be a bit more adventurous as the game's gone on. Day then, bringing the ball out, hits it left-footed, and it's Mendy getting up well, heads it. Out for a throw, about 15 yards into Wrexham territory on the over left. Whittle. Noodle down the line. Worthington just won that good header in midfield of Jones. Is skipping around. Mullins has been grabbed hold of in the meantime by Low Everton. Throw down the line. Noodle trying to cut inside, loses the ball. Evans. Looks at his options, plays a glorious pass to Palmer, who back heels it to Mullen, who volleys it back. Palmer bursts down the right, getting into the box now, shows too much of and good tackle, gun to ground. Puts out for the throw by the corner flag. Scintillating football, that. Use Ben Tozer now, I'd say. Yeah. Well, Tozer was sort of shouting at him, it looks like, yeah. it looks like he is. Give it a go. Yeah, why not? Tozer didn't go up, but he was shouting away to say, I want to take it. And obviously Jones decided he's right. So Toza in front of the Oval fans who boo him. Toza had a season at Yeovil. And he's got Palmer in the six-yard box, everything else beyond that. So there must be some late runs planned. Evans is dancing around in there. It's thrown in with height straight onto their men's head. Volleys it away to Canada. It's it! Yeah! Oh, that's a great strike! And Cannon, well, Neil said he should be having a goal from outside the box. He did really well to control that because he was a bit off balance and he volleyed it into the ground and it went past the keeper into the bottom left corner. And those volleys into the ground are so hard to deal with as a goalkeeper because you're not entirely sure where it's going to bounce. Andy Cannon, great goal at a great time because Yeovil was starting to make me feel a bit nervous. Yeah, and as you said, you know, try that long throw. We went for the long throw, but it didn't reach our player. Cleared by their defender, but it came straight out to us and, yeah... I said earlier, have a shot, you know, why not? Test the keeper. And that's just what he did. And as Chase said, you know, hit it into the ground and half volley, keeper had, didn't have a chance of getting that in the corner. 
No, it was a, it was a great strike. Uh, like you say, Che, you hit it into the ground, and it, it just gives you issues in terms of yeah. how high it's going to bounce, how fast it's going to skip off the pitch. Yeah. Um, and it was beautifully placed. Uh, Imahin's header was not great for me. No, I mean, it's no. an unchallenged header, and he's just put it straight into the D. So you will get punished for that. But Cannon, two games now in a row that he scored, having never scored a goal for Exxon before. The ball's not long by Yeovil. Young has a difficult time taming the ball, but he's looked lively up front, and he has managed to do so. Pulls it inside to Worthington. Chip down the line is a good idea. Smith holds it up. Worthington again, tying up play. Finds Younger, plays a given goal. Noble gives it back to him nicely. Then he overruns it. Toza with an oh, important tackle. It. And then Cannon with another one. Foul given against Cannon. He stays on the ground. I mean, he seemed to get a lot of the ball, but maybe he went through Young to get it. Because the ball went a good 20 yards, isn't it? But it's a free kick, a bit further out than the last one. Very central. Yeah, I didn't think that was a free kick. As you said, Mark, I thought he got the ball when... Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I suppose if he's caught a bit of the man and he's gone in that hard, you know, the rest got a better view than us and Wrexham didn't complain much. My first impression was that we'd done well to win two tackles there. But anyway, it's a long way out. Young is still on it. I mean, we're in the fourth minute and added time. Now going to the fifth minute and added mm. time. He's... I mean, the, the one that he hits that the post was, really good, was a long yeah. way off. This is, about this is further. Yeah. But Howard can have that central position, so he should have both corners yeah. covered here. Young does shoot again with power, straight to Howard, who holds onto it comfortably. Half and time. that is half-time. Well, that was an enjoyable yeah. first half. Yeovil coming into it more, showing a bit more appetite for the game, frankly, as the game went on. But Wrexham has shown some good quality and couple of nicely taken goals I've got to say they look a decent side Yeovil for their level you know against teams of their, uh, in their own league I'm sure they'll be dominant most of the times but <sighs> Wrexham just we just have that quality don't we Neil uh, you know it just shines through sometimes yeah I think tactically they came here to park the bus initially and maybe try and get a, a goal on the break and, and you know restrict us to shoot them outside the box but as you said Jay you know we're, we're, we're too good for that and we, we, we got that early goal uh, which meant they had to change their tactics and maybe come out a little bit more and be a bit more attacking and bring more players out, out from that seven or eight they had in the back, well, yeah. you know, just outside the box. So they, they had to change their tactics, they had to get a goal against us. And, uh, you know, they had a, a good spell of uh, 10 minutes where, you know, they put pressure on us and uh, uh, unlucky for them that we scored just before half-time to make it 2-0. Um, but a, a great strike by Cannon from just on the edge of the box. Yeah, that was a lovely hit, wasn't it? Really good technique as well. He did well to, to get on top of it, didn't he? And hit it into the ground because he was stretching for it a little bit. It wasn't the easiest finish. But yeah, Wrexham get a 2-0 lead. And, you know, that feels like a reasonable reflection of how the game's gone. It's just that uh, Yeovil started to ask questions and, and make you wonder. It's half-time. What on earth could we do at half-time? Well, that's broadcasting for you. <laughs> Eat food. Eat food? Half-time eating food? Well, I've got a lovely from Bank Street Social. Those, those good, good guys. It looks like banana bread to me, I reckon. Yeah. Che, che is unable to remain still. There's excitement at this meal. Oh, banana bread's good. It's chocolatey. Mmm. 
Jay's running away. What's, what's happening? He's gone. He's escaped. He needs a toilet. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, but it's good banana bread. Very good. It's lovely, and it? got chips of of chocolate in it. A bit of cinnamon yeah. as well. Mm, I reckon so. It feels like Christmas. Mm. Now, Che um, said before the match that he wanted us to talk about Christmas subjects every half-time till Christmas. So shall we do it while he's gone? And then not hey, do yeah. it when he goes... No, that's cruel. What kind of Christmas subject? Carols? That was my question. Yeah. <laughs> How can we justify this? Um, so on our Squaxum... Hang on a sec. I think I need my reading glasses here. Oh, dear. I'm too distracted by that banana bread that... Oh, it's a gift that keeps on giving. The more you have of it, you think, ooh, moist, moist banana bread. It is very nice. Mmm. The, um... Johnny Awesome, now that's a name, says, hit the snooze button one time too many this morning. Present surprise, seeing the lads go one nil up, then adding a second. Time for eggs and bacon. I've got to say... My one jealousy of fans who are watching this early morning is having a good breakfast while watching a Wrexham game. That sounds like a laugh to me. Well, I had a good breakfast before I came to the Wrexham game, so I had uh, the bacon, egg, mushrooms, tomatoes, baked beans, toast. It's, it is very cold over here at the moment. For, for the UK, it's been cold. Yeah, I, um, I don't tend to have breakfast, on a, a, not much on a Wrexham game day. Because we get boxes of Franz food. Oh, there's more. There's more. Oh, I'm excited now. Um, Battery H, whose um, profile picture is a cannon, says Nandy Cannon Goal makes me smile. Yeah, it's a nice thing, isn't it? We've not had many, but they were lovely. Um, Jason Dean pointing out it's 4:30 here and dark already. Yeah, that's that's where it goes in the winter. Um, yeah, Britt Garner is giving me an assist. She reckons I should I should have a go at players who don't score goals more often because it clearly works as an inspiration. I said <laughs> I said Cannon shouldn't shoot, and bingo, he scores. There you go. There's no harm in having a shot from the edge of the box if you've got plenty of space and there's no, no nobody in front of you. Have a go. It can be deflected. It can mm. go anywhere. Yeah. Even if you hit over the bar, at least you try. And it's useful when a team defends deep because when you start hitting shots, they again, you know, they realise they've got to push out more to stop you having shots from around the edge of the area. It's why we've often under Parkinson, I think, been quite good against teams that do this because if we can't work our way through, there's Davis, there's Young, there's Evans, players who Mullen, who will hit the shot from 25 yards and cause a problem. Lee, obviously, I missed out. We've got a lot of players who can hit from distance. Jones as well. So um, Yeah, and I, I don't think we see it enough at Wrexham. You know, we, who was it? Was it the Arsenal or the Liverpool team used to say they're just trying to walk into the net? And sometimes I, I feel a bit like that here at Wrexham sometimes. You know, if you get the ball and it opens up in front of you, have a go. Yeah. Have yeah. a go. But, you know, whether it's been drummed into him by management, you know, I don't know. But maybe it's confidence thing. I don't know, Mark. Mm. What do you think? You know, they, they're lacking confidence to... To have a shot from that position in case it goes way over or skyward. I wouldn't have thought so. You know, I wouldn't I mean, have thought so, no. But. You know, I mean, in terms of the support they get from this crowd, we've seen a couple of passes go straight out of play yeah. and the fans have clapped it. You know, the fans are okay for us to try things, aren't they? Um, 
I mean, don't be wrong. When there's an obvious option and you shoot instead, that's not a good idea. But what you're describing isn't that. It's been no. just chances to have snapshots, work the keeper, see what he can do. Yeah, I mean, going back to, to the mulling where he skied it, where he you know, nearly mm. hit the scoreboard, him and Palmer, all he needed to do was just lay it you know, through six yards mm. and Palmer was in, it would have been 2-0 before then. But these, these are decisions these players make in front of goal. Yes, I'm going to go for it or no. You know, I'll, I'll pass to somebody else, and I think is it selfishness sometimes, and or the unselfishness when they, they pass it to somebody else rather than have you go yourself. So, well, I, I tell you what, that that one then I thought it was an interesting indication just of the the level of of worship that Mullen gets. You got Jones playing a fabulous pass over the top. Yeah. Mullen, to be fair, makes a great run and his first touch is brilliant, but he then hits the roof of the stand yeah. and the fans all sing Super Paul Mullen rather than James Jones because yeah. they just adore him, don't they? they, they do. um, and so that, surely that gives you the confidence to have a go, doesn't it? People aren't going to get in your back in this crowd because they just love this team, don't they? So they're going to be supportive. Yeah, he could have hit the ball with more, you know, onto Mole Road and they still applaud him, you know, but they, they just, Wrexham fans just love Paul Mullin for, you know, last season, number of goals he scored last season. Oh, yeah, but everything is so much about him. As, you know, Wrexham legend, Barry Orr, has a good look at our free food from Bank Street Social. Yeah. Well, Barry, if you want to come and join us, we don't pay as well as the BBC, but uh, you, you get cake. Oh, he's got, oh, Neil's, Neil's made a tactical move. Fair play. <laughs> he's happy with that so second greatest moment in Barry's life he's got the winning goal for Exxon against Porto he did. and he's now been given the free piece of cake what is that that bit of cake like it looked, ooh, I there's don't other stuff. No, it looked a bit like um, oh, I have a piece like of that a bit of kind of cake it's mince pie crumble well, that's oh that my word that's there I think Mark which is that one. Oh, which oh oh yeah you're right mince so pie this, crumble this fella then is winter spice fruit cake yeah. Oh yeah, it's a fruitcake, I can see now, with icing on top and all sorts of, the sort of fruit that looks like it's had, at some point in its recent life, contact with a tree, <laughs> if you see what I mean. I think you could say contact with alcohol. <laughs> oh, well, let's see. Oh, that's nice, that. Excuse me. Oh, that's muy bueno. I'm happy with that. be interesting to see now, going to know that, Mark, whether, you know, we make changes early in the second half, I don't know. Ready for, just to rest players again, I... I yeah, can we bring five subs on in this, or is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, we've had to bring Hayden on already, so we can still bring another four players on. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd maybe give Young some match time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe even Bickerstaff, I'm not too sure. Uh, I mean, as I said in the intro, I think there's a good chance that the, the nine players on the bench will all be starting on Tuesday. Oh, definitely so. But James Jones coming on might change that, obviously, for him because he's going to play essentially a whole game here today but beyond that yeah I wonder if that will inform his decision making at all or it could be he's seeing some players can have an hour here and maybe half an hour on Tuesday but I think he'll protect the starting 11 because you know we this will be probably the side that plays on Saturday yeah yeah I'm sure it'll, it'll, mm. it'll depend on Hayden's fitness or what his injury is um yeah, I would have thought it would be exactly the same starting 11 next Saturday. Mm. Obviously, a Conquo, I don't think he'll be back by next Saturday, depending on his severity of his injury. So, But Howard, you know, he's made a fantastic save from their free kick. Mm. And we've got to remember, Howard, Howard got us through most of the last season in our 
know when we won the won the league and, and got promoted. So he's he's a good goalkeeper. Yeah. Oh God, I've got no qualms about him or McNicholas playing. Although I'm a big fan of a Conquo. Um, on our Scraxham, there was something similar to that. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, right now, because you think about Oconquo's injury. Now I don't, I don't know. I could be wrong on this. This is my gut feeling on it. It's so many people have asked me about it. I mean, Phil Parkson said on Friday that he's not broken his jaw. He's going for a scan tomorrow. Now, I suspect. That's because Arsenal have stepped in and said we're his parent club and we want to take responsibility for his fitness and they've booked him in for a scan. But let's be honest, if you get knocked in the head on Tuesday, you're having a scan on the Monday, yeah. I suspect that means there's no immediate concern about his welfare. You know, you'd do it a lot quicker if you thought there was something wrong. You would, you'd have had it done yeah. on Wednesday, wouldn't you, when you go back to Wrexham or, yeah. or whenever. So, uh... so I'm suspecting that it probably isn't too bad it may well be that the concussion rule comes in which means that you can't play for 10 days yeah um, which would mean he's available for Forest Green but wouldn't be able to train but um, I, yeah I'm hoping that it, it's not it, that's what the situation is Jeff Rowe asked the question as a Conco's on loan to Wrexham until June the 30th does that prevent Arsenal from trading him to another club in January and the answer to that is no they can fit well a dependent on the the wording of the contract you know the loan contract um, they've probably because they did this last season got a release clause that they can, a recall clause that they can bring him back in January and if they want to sell him or loan him on to another club now but personally I don't think that's likely to happen unless well let's put it this way uh, everyone's saying his contract runs out next summer at Arsenal and, and everyone seems to think that Arsenal aren't going to offer him a contract. So if that is the case, there's really no benefit for Arsenal to bring him back in the summer because, no. you know, last year they did it to send him to a, a better club. He was at Crew in the first half of the season and then he went and won the Cup in Austria in the second half of the season. So, you know, he, he they progressed his career, but if they're not keeping him, there's no reason for them to do that. OK, if they got an offer and want to sell him, exactly they could. Exactly, I was going to say, yeah. Unless... But... Yeah. If you were a Conco's coach, um, an agent rather, surely you're going to be saying to him, don't sign in the, for anyone in January, because when your contract's up in the summer, you will get a lot of offers and and there'll be no transfer fee involved, so you can get better wage. Yeah, but then the agent's not going to get any any kind of commission, really, is he? So, well, I still I I still reckon that that would be the advice given to him. Yeah. And yeah. the other side of it, of course, is that we could make an offer in January. And sign him. Yeah, very true. Very yeah. true. They, uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of different possibilities. I'm confident he'll be here for the season at least. I did ask a question about gloves when I put out the Ask Rack some tweets because you overlaid the Glovers, Mr. Glover Glover. Um, Sarah Jane's got the, the best response asking whether mittens are gloves with hats or are they just plain old mittens? And then there's a beautiful picture of, of course, the kitten mittens that were invented by Charlie and always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, that, that, is, that made me happy when I saw that, I've got to say. Although when you say squares and rectangles, they are two different things, so... I don't know, Che has returned, and Neil has departed, and Che has got... Is that the mince pie crumble? Nice. I might, I'll have to have a go as well, Lovely. then. You happy with that? Very. 
It looks like a sort of granola thing with wetness in the middle. Oh, that's got a really nice spicy mince pie mix in the middle. Of course, with international fans, mince pie is not meat. It's... I was just about to talk into the pie, not the mic then. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> Quite right, so. Yeah, mince pie is, is mostly raisins in a very sweet, spicy It's like mix. the most Christmassy tasting thing ever, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. You can't so, explain the taste, can you, without actually trying it yourself? Mmm, very tangy. Mmm, lovely. This one in particular. I think it's, um, it's had first-hand contact with some orange peel. Yeah. But, uh, oh, it's very nice. <laughs> very, very nice. So, yeah, mince pie, which is a traditional thing at Christmas, is a pie casing. But, yeah, it's a sweet pie, not mincemeat. God, imagine a sweet mincemeat pie. That would be the devil's own work, wouldn't it? The teams are back out, so I better try and finish this off, haven't I? The pig is still sanding lonely on the cop. Poor thing. The oval about to kick off towards the Stoke Cold Brew coffee stand. The rain. Still coming down. Still cold, but certainly experience worse. I feel sorry for people in the old road stand. I bet it's freezing over there. Oh, yeah. Traditionally cold today at the Arctic. Long ball forward. Newble can't get to it. McLean launches it away. Now, Palmer... As his shirt pulled off his back nearly. Ref ignores it. Long ball over the top. Mullins on the chase. He might get their first important interception. Jones and Mendy chasing after him. Jones gets to it first. And now Wrexham can attack. Yeovil got players back though. Jones driving forwards. Chips into the box. Too much on that for Mullin. And McLean won't be able to get there. But it's a corner. Um, rather unnecessarily I thought. Yeah I thought but, it was just going out that yeah. wasn't it. Clearly Smith didn't get a shout because it would have been a goal kick but he's headed it behind for the corner McLean wasn't challenging him but he was on his blind side and I guess with no shout what else could he do McLean then with the away swinger he signals sweeps it to the far post good header away by Bunnell headed back in to the flank that's a clever header by Cannon to find McLean goes on the outside again left footed cross dug to the far post oh defender gets there first the keeper was beaten it was a lovely chip by McLean and O'Connor was looking to get there, but a defender beaten to it in front of an open goal, heads it behind for another corner. Wrexham really on the front foot here, James. Great pressure to start off the half, Mark. You know, another goal will probably kill the game off as well, so it looks exactly like Wrexham are trying to get that early goal and finish them off sooner rather than later. Big crowd of players on the penalty spot. A Wrexham player went down off the ball while the ball's ricocheting around. Just looking, I think it was Lee. He's up now. To McLean with the in-swinger to the near post. Defender just gets there first and hooks it away. James Jones is attacking that, trying to stoop to get his head on it. So, another corner on the right. Another in-swinger. Beg your pardon, it's Mullin actually who's trying to get on the end of that. Jones is back with Mendy defending. Real crowd around the keeper this time. The six-yard box is so congested. Swept in towards Lee, flicks it on, hits the defender. Oh. Crowd shaft handball, the players don't. That's well done, James Jones, to win it, but he hasn't found a teammate. And it's hacked away to Mendy. He wants to get it out to McLean. He's still out wide, but he can't, so he keeps his head and finds Mullen, who's dropped off. Mullen with a big diagonal for McLean. Nice. He's got that wrong. Yeah, completely. He's way too ambitious, mm -hmm. that was. Yeah. Goal kick. 
But yeah, two and a half minutes and we track some pendy oval end. Now Lee is hurt. Referee's just going to cross to see him again. He's holding his face. And just putting his, just seeing if he had, if there's any bloods on his hand then. So I think he's taking a knock to the face. Referee's taking him off the pitch, telling him to get treated. So, we don't hate an hands Lee to take knocks, although Lee doesn't look, since he's pointing to his right eye. Maybe so, it's a finger to the eye or something like that, along yeah. those lines. So, goal kick. That's him down to 10 for now, as Lee is cheated on the side of the pitch. Great header by Toza getting up above Nubel. Palmer holds it up well, but then gets stuck between his feet and can't hang onto the ball. Complains to the ref he is being held. That's not interested. Get the feeling this ref has never knowingly given a foul for sure, pulling. Yeah. Now, Yeovil looking to build up again. They've switched to four at the back, haven't they? Looking at that. Imahin and Wanella, the centre backs. And the right wing back, Smith, has pushed up into midfield. So, change of shape. They do switch between four and three at the back. Long ball towards Nubel, beaten well in the air by O'Connor. Lovely cushioned volley by Cannon to McLean, who pokes it inside to Toza. Toza chips it forwards. Imahin beats Palmer to his palm and nearly nicks it off him into the path of Mullin, but not quite. And the ball is switched across. I'm now thinking I might have been a bit premature since he got to four at the back. Because Jones is now more on the right-hand side as Ali back on the pitch. Dispossesses Williams as nice. Typically scurries in the circle and helps her on. And now James Jones driving over the halfway line. Mendy is outside him. He gets the ball from Jones. 35 yards out. Cuts in onto his left foot. Nice ball to the edge here. Yeah, Palmer, though, with the hopeful flick on. Mully Mullin was understandably not ready for that. It's cleared, and O'Connor heads it into midfield, where Lee jumps, it bounces beyond him and Cooper. Good defender by Williams, beats Mullin to it. And now Young, trying to turn, the ball just, again, just seems to be stuck in his feet, but he's managed to right himself. Cooper now, in the middle of the pitch, slows it down. The Oval fans sounded a bit impatient to me, as Wrexham, happy to just hold the line about 25 yards out and let Yeovil move it around in midfield. It's Wanell looking for the diagonal, deciding against it and rolling it to the feet of Nubel instead, who drops off the front line and works it wide. The turn pass is a good one. Nubel has a chance to turn on the left and works it wide again. Worthington sweeps in the cross and Howard takes that well and near post. Comfortable take, really. But there was no hesitation. Sarah Jane says um, if it was owned by Robin Ryan. Oh, hang on. I think that's the... Sorry, would, we, would they put real or artificial turf in? I think, well, here we can't. The highest level they can have artificial turf is the um, National League, as Lee is setting himself. I think you're thinking about the women's game as well. Yeah, you are. But that is artificial turf. But even artificial turf can have... Uh, can be frozen as McLean is caught in possession. Now Nubel on the right, taking on O'Connor. Hits the goal line. Drills it in, deflection off O'Connor, is kind to Wrexham. Cannon, was he fouled? No, shot comes in! Whistles just over. Well, Wrexham aren't happy. McLean thought he was fouled. Not so sure about that. Cannon thought he was fouled, he had more of a case. And then the shot was drilled in. Looked like it may have flicked off a defender's yeah. head, though. That's Yobel, what, so you were angry, too. Very adamant that that was a corner. Mm. Wrexham come forward, Evans trying to slot it for Mullen, doesn't find him, smashed away. 
So Yeovil, first time in the second half, they've shown any real threat. Howard with the ball at his feet. As Wrexham looked to, again, build patiently. Well, now the centre-back has got up pressing the Wrexham centre-backs then. And as a result, he's racing back into possession as Wrexham tried to pass through the thirds. It's O'Connor feeding Lee. One man to beat goes dribbling at his man, but then decides to pull it back, and Wrexham will rebuild again. Yeah, you will definitely pushing players a lot further forward this half. Yeah, they're, they're trying to, aren't they? They're, Wrexham started it very brightly. Yeovil now are trying to respond as Wrexham moving it around in midfield. Jones going back into the Wrexham half. Toza, Yeovil again standing up much higher line here as Toza goes striding through the middle. Now, can he release the right pass? He squares it. Jones as well to keep that in. Feeds to the feet of Lee, stumbles, and tries to help it on, and that'll allow Day to get to it. But yeah, different attitude now, Yeovil there, really playing with a high line, trying to get Wrexham to play it over the top and get caught offside or overhit the bars. Very different from what they were doing in the first half. Yeah, even the amount of players they're committing forward now, look where yeah. their midfield are right in the halfway line. Yeah, the, goal, the goalies build is out, and they're a real broken team. They've got the three centre-backs in Worthington back there, and the rest were all up on the Wrexham defence as Newbel. Holds the ball up well, squares it. Young tries to play the through pass. Mendy reads it well, intercepts and clears. Mullin will not be able to get the ball back as he looks to Harry on the halfway line. And Yeovil are just starting to get themselves into a bit of the rhythm here. Ball goes back to the keeper, Day. Still 2-0 to Wrexham, 54th minute. Williams on the right, deep in his own half, down the line. And Cooper drives forwards. Nubel just inside Wrexham's half. Nice pass down the right channel. Now then, Young has dragged Tozer out from the middle. Cuts inside, gets in the box. He's got an overlap, doesn't use it. He keeps going. And the edge of the area, he feeds it wide now. Quick ball into the edge of the box to Cooper. Close to where he just had that shot. He squares it, Wrexham with a lot of men back. But Yeovil are enjoying a spell of pressure here. Cooper feeds to the edge of the area. Well read that by Jones. It ricochets off Lee and Yeovil pick it up again. So Low Everton spreading it well. Time here on the light flank for Young to put a cross in. He wants to take on his man, takes on McLean, gets in the box, <gasps> nearly gives away a penalty there. Young hooks it over the bar. Well, we've seen McLean give away penalties like that. He ran at him, went across him, he stuck his leg out and then just about pulled it back in time. If, you, was... if you had a stronger connection on him, then that would have been a clear penalty, wouldn't it? Absolutely, yeah. It would... Really, uh... yeah. We've seen it before, and it was worrying to see it happen again. So here, Wrexham now, building patiently. I don't feel worried, but the third would be a nice, <laughs> a nice one. The crowd today, 9,640, with 784 Yeovil fans. So another good turnout. There's Lee on the halfway line, feeds it backwards. O'Connor back to Toza. It's a good run by Jones. Toza doesn't see that. But he uses a run by Mullen to create space and finds McLean. Nice snappy passing by left and left. Some little triangles. Lee has to slow it down on the left. Cannon up to Mullen. Palmer takes over, striding forwards. Well, gets to the edge of the area. Mullen's available. I oh, found him, uh, but not with the best pass. He was dispossessed, Mullen, and then Palmer pushed Worthington, who won the ball over. Free kick on the edge of the box to Yeovil. Again, nice approach play, but we didn't quite have enough 
to punish Oval. Yeah, we didn't have enough quality there just to, to pick that ball up and yeah, Mullen was great interplay between Mullen and Parma, but yeah, just didn't come off. There were just too many players back from Yeovil. Yeah, exactly. So so Yeovil with the free kick. They taking his time on the edge of his area. It's long. Nubel wrestling with O'Connor. And again, Young, who's been very lively, is able to beat McLean to it. And Yeovil work it back to the halfway line. Worthington trying to get a bit of pace into this move. Lovely ball down the flank. O'Connor goes to ground. Great Challenge. tackle. Throw in. Young may have hurt himself a little bit. I think caught his toe, but what a tackle by O'Connor. Yeah, and need to be as well, because it was mm. great movement by Yeovil and great play. Young's drifting more to the right and causing us problems. As Williams squares it inside and gets it back just inside the Wrexham pitch, half. Worthington onto Cooper on the right. Wrexham with everyone behind the ball. The ball's dinked forward. Young chests it down. He wants a free kick, doesn't get it, but he found a teammate in Smith. Though Everton helps it on again to Smith, who's popped up in the central position. Cannon harrying him. He has to go backwards. I feel Yeovil maybe should have started like this, quite frankly. Oof because they are looking decent as they move the ball around. It's Low Everton now on the halfway line. Now it's Williams, a centre-back, striding up over the halfway line. Smith takes over. Cooper has dropped off. Works it around. Now Yeovil looking to build once more. They're very patient. Wrexham have got a good shape. Mendy's been pulled out of position for the moment, mind, and I'll have to drop back in, but he does. As Nubel does it go down the left-hand side. He's struggling to battle as Evans is sticking with him, and Nubel's done well to pull it back. Chance for a cross from Worthington, perhaps. 25 yards out. Squares it to Cooper. Cooper, nice ball down the flank. Nubel now. Can he deliver? There's only one man in the box. The cross does come in, and it's poked behind by Tozer for the corner. It's a nasty cross. Yeah, that could have gone anywhere, really, couldn't it? They haven't really got players attacking the box either, though, have they? When they get down the flanks, they no, not get enough bodies in the area. But good play by Yeovil. Oh, yeah. And what we've got to remember, this time last season, we were actually playing Yeovil in the same league, but now mm. they're two leagues below us. So for this, is a, you know, be a giant killing if they uh, you know, pull this off mm. and, and beat us. But uh... Short corner, Worthington, that's cutely done. Looks offside, and the flag does go up. Try the cute corner, but it involved bringing the ball out 20 yards and then playing it to a playmaker run down the goal line. And you don't have to be a, a rocket scientist to work out that guy's probably offside. I do respect corner routines, but sometimes just, you know, just hit it in the box. You've got Nubel there, who's a, you know, a big lad. Try and find one of the big lads and get a header off, especially against a quality side like us. And they've got three centre backs, the right back. Is decent size as well, Smith. O'Connor, Rixky ball, gives it away, but luckily for Exum, Lee gets it back from Low Everton, battles really well to poke it wide for Mendy. Now then, Cannon, Rexham not really interested in attacking with any real pace then, when we maybe could have done. O'Connor, uh, Evans rather, thinks about playing it early, and the ball's knocked out towards Mullen, it looks offside. But now intercept it anyway. Mendy is putting him under pressure, and he puts the ball straight out of play. But a throw in Toza territory, and Toza's negotiating, but again, we're not going to use the throw. I, I don't understand why we're not doing that. That was a bit further out, but yeah, why not? But the one we've tried led to the goal. Yeah. 
Wrexham quite happy, I think, to take a bit of sting out of this. Mark Cooper on the side of the pitch shouting at his team to step up, which they're not really doing. So midfield's pretty empty at the moment as the ball's fed towards Palmer. That's careless pass by Toza. Awful pass, yeah. And the ball goes back to Day. Still 2-0 to Wrexham, 60th minute. Bit of a slow-paced second, um, second uh, half as the ball's fed over to Williams. And again, this Yeovil's slowing it down now. Day on the ball. There's a good row about how I've said Newble on, on... I like it. I'll uh, ask Wrexham. I might, I might dive into this in a minute. Does here Wrexham have it? And Yeovil are trying to put pressure on. And Lee turns in trouble and wow. makes an excellent tackle to deny Young a burst. A chance to run at Toza. Wow. He clearly didn't know he was there, but he reacted quickly. Lee now. McLean wants to switch. Lee instead threads it forwards and doesn't pick out Mullen or Palmer. He picks out instead in a hen. Palmer fouls him on the edge of the box. Unnecessarily, because the centre-back was looking around for options and, and struggling. Jim Balfour says the BBC Scotland's commentators call Nubel's brother Nubley when he plays for Livingston, which is fair enough. And uh, at least I didn't call him <laughs> Bouquet. <Is that laughs> oh, bucket. bucket. Yeah, <laughs> that's good, isn't it? <laughs> As Wrexham get a decision for offside, and uh, Nublet <laughs> is not happy. <laughs> Free kicks to Wrexham anyway. He's really unhappy. As Wrexham tries to take the kick quickly, and the ref has to stop Cannon because he's still arguing with the big target man. He's, he's, he's had a decent game. You can see he brings someone to the party. We've handled him pretty well. Finally, we can take the free kick. And now it's Wrexham crossing the halfway line with through Jones. You will drop off this time. And so Wrexham are happy to just move it around in midfield. No real pace. There is a lack of pace, really is, in this second half. Evans chips over the top for Mullen, who's made a good run, but it's just overdone. Wanell wants to run it behind. Now, who'd that come off last? The easy decision corner. would be the... Yeah, it's a corner. The ref waiting for the linesman. Cooper, the player, and the manager, both going nuts. Mullen does really well to hassle him there. Oh, it's yeah. great, that, isn't it? I mean, he's got no right, really, yeah. to get anywhere near it. So good at that, yeah. isn't he? He quick, takes a quick corner as well. He's got it back in the corner. Rock sweeps it in. Headed away well by Wanell, only as far as Cannon. Great first touch. Brings it forwards, runs into trouble. Now he's got to make sure he doesn't lose it. He does well. Goes to the ground and finds Mendy. And Mendy, well I think, sensibly goes back to Howard's because Yeovil were charging out with pace. Howard's great-looking ball towards Mullen. Can't quite reach it. And Yeovil have it again in midfield. Yeovil have got a passing on the paperwork for the substitution to the fourth official. They've got a lot of attacking options. And they're going to bring on Reese Murphy, who, as I said, the first time Yeovil ever played here, scored an excellent hat-trick. They've got Jake Hyde and Jordan Maguire-Drew, of course, who are X-Facts and players who can certainly make an impact off the bench. And the BBC Somerset reporter, Bias, was telling us that Hyde has not done well when he started games for Yeovil this season, but has got, I think she said, five out of six appearances off the bench. Really good off the bench. As Cannon knocks the ball clear. Easy for Williams, who brings it down nicely and goes back to his keeper. 64th minute. As, again, Yeovil moving it around at the back. Yeah, but Murphy's a good all-round striker. He's big, physical, and he's got mobility about him. He's, 
a bit of a gamble on the left-hand side. You will get away with it. And now a chance perhaps for them to break as Young receives it 35 yards. Again, lovely feet by a Young to switching direction and spreads it. It's Smith coming inside from the right and Wrexham have got bodies behind the ball. Palmer racing back, doing good work. Nubel on the right-hand side. Two men on him, goes to the ground much too easily. Goal kick. Yeah. I've got to say, you know, I've been really impressed with um, Jordan Young, their, their, their striker. Mm. Looks a real technical talent, doesn't he, in all fairness it's to him? Very yeah. tidy player, isn't he? Yeah. 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 So here's the change. Murphy is going to come on for Sonny Low Everton. I've got to say, you know, they're two leagues below us, but they certainly look like a decent National League outfit, don't they, this season, Yeovil? Well, they're a lot, lot better than the team that we relegated last yeah. season, didn't we? It's, it's nice to see yeah. them doing a bit better on and off the pitch, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, they've got a big lead at the top of the table. You wouldn't think they'd blow it. Generally, you'd say the National League South is nowhere near as strong as the National League North, is it? So they look in a very good position at the moment, even though they have dropped points in their last couple of matches. Still got a big lead as he has Evans driving into an empty midfield once more. Mullen is making a little diagonal run ahead of him. He's a bit frustrated. Evans doesn't deliver. He works it wide instead to McLean. Lee now. You will have been organised, to be fair, in a defensive work. have made it difficult for Axum. But we've looked pretty comfortable on the ball anyway. Evans helping it into the half space. Mullen's dropped off. Finds Palmer. Snappy ball back to Mullen. In space, Yeovil's midfield's empty now. Mullen round the corner, it's nice, Palmer tries to flick it back into his path, Mullen on the right flank, Mendy's inside him, Mendy might have a go here, he hits it with power, just wide, good strike by Mendy. Plus with him on the wrong side, he can come in like that on his left foot, and we all know he's capable of doing that sort of thing. It's a decent strike, but it wasn't troubling the keeper, he had it covered in all fairness. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he got, it, got hold of it well, where pretty much halfway through the second half now there hasn't been much to report in the way of goal mouth action and that effort by Mendy from 25 yards just wide after Mullen squared it to him yeah I think it's all about game management now isn't it for Exxon yeah. really oh yeah I think absolutely you know we've, we're going to get through this maybe Parkinson's a little reluctant to make changes as he can just rest players on Tuesday so yeah Wrexham just looking to control their second half and I'd say we, I mean Yeovil aren't making chances really it's got to be said so it's not great to watch for us or the fans but uh, it's, yeah. it's all about winning the game at the end of the day and getting through to the next yeah. round and it's not great for Mullen because he wants to have a goal doesn't he he yeah, likes scoring he goals yeah, he and he's buzzing around and he's really trying to put pace into things but yeah he's not getting that much service because we're happy to just slow things down here's Worthington on the halfway line Tries to ambitious diagonal. It's a difficult ball to take, though, and it can't be brought under control by Smith. Throw into Wrexham right by the corner flag, and I suspect that's going to be a Tozer thing, isn't it? To say, sling it down the line and get it as far away as possible. Luke Young comes out to warm up, and Jake Bickerstaff and get a warm round of applause. I suspect in two days' time we'll be watching them. Yeah. Tozer then, ready to throw it down the flank. Slings it forwards, Palmer flicked it on well. Now Mullen, good work to make a back, but he couldn't quite take the ball, and the back pass comes in from Cooper again. Look at the effort there in Mullen chasing that ball back to the keeper. Yeah. Long clearance, misjudged by Cannon. Young has got space here now, 25 yards out. 
It's O'Connor coming out to meet him and Lee as well, hassling him. And so he has to go wide. Worked inside and Worthington keeps the ball moving on. Wrexham defending around the penalty spot. The ball's pulled back into midfield and Yeovil again protecting the ball but not playing that ball into the area. Centre circle now as Williams comes forward. Smith receives outside him. He's got Young down the flank, 35 yards out. He comes square instead, spreads it into the centre circle. Palmer, who's putting a good shift. That's good possession. good possession football by Yeovil. It is. But they're not doing a lot with it. No, but a mistake by Evans gives them the ball over the edge of the box. Rexham got bodies back, mind. Yeah, they're moving it around well. Here comes the cross in. Toza deals with that well. Jones as well to make to the second ball. Palmer, oh, deep in his half. Miscontrols it and end as well to slide in. Find Jones and knocks it on top of Mullen. Racing forwards. The pass takes him slightly away from goal. Support arriving now. Mullen, left side of the box. Size of shots. And, well, I mean, I don't know what Williams was doing. Just letting him have a sight yeah. of goal like that. Yeah. But the shot was much too close to the keeper. And now Young is breaking away at the other end. Feeds a dangerous ball towards Murphy. One on one with the keeper. Great tackle. Fabulous tackle by Evans. Murphy was going to pull the trigger eight yards out. And Evans, sliding tackle, puts it behind. Again, what a ball by Young, though. He's, yeah, yeah. I've been really impressed with him today. There's surely going to be some National League and League Two sides looking at him. So, corner taken short. Young feeds it to the edge of the area. Ball crossed in, dangerously headed down by Murphy, but not within the reach of Williams, who was unmarked on the edge of the six-yard box, and Howard's can take it comfortably. But yeah, give Young a bit of space like that, and that's sort of part of the pitch. Murphy's made the run for him, and it was a lovely pass, but what a tackle by Evans. Important tackle that was, you know, 2-1, the game was alive again, wasn't it? 100%. You would add the tails up. Here's Wrexham now on the right. Palmer on the halfway line. Back to Jones again. Lots of passive passing by Wrexham. Evans again stopping the ball, having a look about. Palmer drops off on the front again. And eventually it's Toza now. Yeah, they're running the game down. Toza, left footed dink. And it's a throw-in to Wrexham as Jones knocks the ball off his man. Just inside Yeovil territory, right-hand side, Mendy will take. Gives it to Jones. Now oh, Evans, first touch, sends him driving forwards. Nice pass to Mullen, again comes off the front. Wrexham working a little triangle as Evans crosses the halfway line, feeds it wide, Jones is there. Mendy clears him a path. McLean's coming in at the far post to offer, but it's fed inside to Mendy. Mendy coming inside again to Lee in the centre of the pitch. Quickly on to McLean. McLean runs at his man. Good tackle. And Newble just beaten to it by O'Connor, who punches the ball to McLean accurately. And Cannon takes the ball with his hands. Free kick. He then continues to try and get bucked by backheeling the ball away. Ref's not bothered by either. Brock is saying it looks proper miserable out there. Instead of Lucas, they should give them Bovril after the match. This is Bovril weather, I'd say. Definitely so. Didn't go for a Bovril. I don't know why. <laughs> Bit disappointed in myself. Here's Yeovil now attacking from deep. One out with a big diagonal. Watched well by McLean, who heads it into midfield. Cooper. And Smith has to feed it all the way back to the last defender. One out and they start again. 
Bert Bennett says that watching the game on, sc on screen and listening to the commentary out of sync on another makes me nostalgic for last season. Oh, the good old days, eh? Bolden tries to pop her off a lead, doesn't manage it, but McLean does well to come out with the ball. And he finds Jones in acres of space, driving forwards yeah, through he's, midfield. He's going. He might have a goal here. He does have a goal! Lucky, oh. just wide at the left post. Lee's annoyed he didn't roll him into the box. But it wasn't too far off target, was it? Hits yep. it from over 25 yards. I'd like to see more of that from James Jones mm. and Cannon, to be fair. It, it, he has got a real shooting threat. He doesn't use it enough, though. Yeah, he, he hit it really well, didn't he? Keeper was lunging full stretch, just wide of the left post. So, goal kick. The Oval fans get a good round of applause. Sunday, all the way up from Somerset, it's down in the southwest. It's a fair track on these sort of conditions. Fair play to him. So, Day hits it. Left foot is Newell makes some nuisance of himself, but Murphy can't latch onto it. O'Connor heads it forwards. Palmer fouled. No, Jones tries to turn it around the corner. It's cleared. Evans overcommits, but just about manages to get it clear without fouling his man. And now the ball's with Whittle, cutting in from the left. Neat little pass to Newble, poor touchdown. Lee, very quick. Lee hasn't really hurt Yeovil much, but he's had a good game in the middle of the pitch. Ball play falls to Palmer. And he complains that Jones wasn't what he expected him to be. I think, to be fair, Jones was back trying to defend and didn't have a chance to get up square with Palmer. Wrexham are getting, looks like, Luke Young ready. And someone else as well. Is that Dolby? Was it it is. Steph? Dolby, Dolby, definitely. Dolby and Young, it looks like. 17 minutes left. Looks like Leo will bring in two more players on as well. Oh, Lee wins the ball. Well, Cooper's got to go here. He's been given a final warning. Lee was running in. Oh, the referee. Well, I don't know what's going on oh, here. It's a right mess. Officiating. The referee chickened out of giving the yellow. So he played advantage, which he's doing again now for Yeovil. And Nubel's got a chance to shoot. Taking on Evans. Oh, it's a poor effort. He pulls it into the goal mouth, toes it, puts it behind for a corner. I think Cooper should be off there, personally. Cooper's got to be off there. Yeah. Um, Lee beat him. It was a two-on-one break, so Cooper just grabbed his shirt and pulled him to the floor. Lee complains. Yellow card. It's, it's a yellow card every single day. Uh, Red should have been off. You know, the, the body language from the ref looked like he was going to stop. Yeah. Stop the game. And he just chickened out, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Last second. Is, uh, that was poor officiating. And where, where the, the, Wrexham, the, the Wrexham then wasted the advantage. He did which I may well be because they just thought it was a foul and it was going to be a red card. And, and I don't know. So anyway, Jake Hyde is going to come on for Nubel. And Young is coming off as well. OK. That surprises me. He's been their best player. Yeah. Well, Hyde and Cox are coming on. We know about Jake Hyde being a striker. Cox an attacking player as well. But I, I know you can't fit well, loads and loads of attacking players in but when you're 2-0 down with 15 minutes left maybe you have to take some risks And we know what Jake Hyde's about we need to be really careful here yeah absolutely Wrexham have got Dolby and Young ready but they're not going to come on until Wrexham have defended the corner so here we go an in-swinger Worthington drills the near post poor ball in Cannon volleys are clear Mullen will chase that he certainly shouldn't get there but Whittle <laughs> wasted a lot of time and Mullen nearly caught him cuter Switched past by Day to Whittle over Mullins' head. And then Whittle with a, another heavy first touch, but this time I think he is in control of matters. Ball's played back to Winnell. Mullins tries to sneak up on his blind side and nearly steals it off him. Winnell's the last defender. <laughs> it's all gone a bit sloppy, you know, isn't it? 
But yeah, Cooper 100% had to be off. He's given him a final warning. And I said at the time, refs say they're giving you a final warning. Doesn't mean it's a final warning. And like a weak supply teacher, he threatens the detention, but doesn't actually give it. <laughs> Good ball out. Lovely pass out to the flank by Cooper. And a chance for Cox down to show what he can do. Jinx it into the box well. Good header, partly away by O'Connor. Ball bouncing in Rexon's box. Toes as well to help her out. Cannon helps out a little further. Worthington 25 yards out. 14 minutes left. You'll know if they can grab a goal in this good spell of play. All bets are off. Crossed in. Well defended by O'Connor. Lee in his own area gets it well. Heads it clear. Yeovil fans shouting for a penalty. I genuinely can't see how. A Yeovil man did go down. Hi. But... Hi. Hmm? It was Hyde who went down. Well, he, to me, Lee just looked like he won the header. Yeah. Right, off comes Palmer. Dolby will replace him. Yeovil bench having a go at the ref. Cannon is going to come off for Luke Young as well. What a good game he's had. These both players get a great round of applause. Deservedly. Cannon in no rush to leave the pitch, of course. Yeah, he gets a very warm round of applause. Fans standing up for him. He's Great really doing well in the middle of the pitch, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's been one of the better players for us today. So Wrexham freshen things up. I don't, don't think we wanted to really change matters too soon, did we? Luke, the Tuesday game on. You know, Luke Young immediately gets the armband for the mm -hmm. captain's armband. Mendy short to Jones. Mendy stabs it backwards. And now here's O'Connor in space, driving over the halfway line. McLean outside. Lots of players central. McLean gets it all wrong. McLean started to come short. O'Connor didn't see him doing it and spread out for a throw. Smith to take it. So yeah, Jake Hyde and Murphy now are the, the front two. As Williams drives it over the top. They haven't changed their basic shape. Hyde backing in of a Murphy to Toza, who had to partly clear. The ball to Hyde isn't good, though, and he loses balance. Then so does O'Connor. He manages to pass while he's on the floor to McLean. And now Lee in midfield feeds it on nicely to Jones, who on the halfway line can turn. Because he didn't play the early ball because the defender stepped up to him. Mullen offside. Now here is Mullen. Oh, it's sloppy. Oh. Played it behind Mendy, throwing to Yeovil. I feel a danger when you try to, quite rightly as you say, manage the game like this. You just start getting a bit sloppy as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not looking to hurt the other side quite as much. And you start playing slack passes like that. Still a lot of football yet, yet to be played. And if Yeovil managed to get a scrappy goal in or something, now they are well and truly back in there. Yeah, we've, I think we have managed this half well. And if we see it all out like this, fine. That's a hell of a lot of yard stealing by Whittle there. Definitely ignores the crowd pointing around. Here he is now, taking on Jones. Gets past him in the crowded area. Ball ricochets around, and Murphy is now after this. Toza steps in massively to dispossess him. Stuck by the corner flag. Wants to knock it off his man, and he doesn't. It's a throw to Yeovil by the corner flag. Yeah, this is a little less, uncomf uh, less comfortable than maybe I feel it should be. Although... They haven't been making chances, really. Short, short throw in. Murphy gives it back to Whittle. It's all very crowded on the side of the pitch. Murphy goes back into midfield, which I think is sensible to try and find some room. Who wouldn't uh, immediately? Mullen is up there with Dolby, and they're trying to hassle the centre-backs. In the end, it's a poor ball forwards. Now O'Connor can feed McLean. There's a break on here. If McLean plays the right ball, puts it down the line for Dolby. Dolby will just be beaten to it by Winnell. He did well to come across. Dolby now hassling Winnell. 
A very calm work by the centre back. Holds him off. Oh, he does well there. Yeah, it's good. Well. Yeah. Back to the keeper. Dolby gets close, but Oof. Day clears not very far. And it's attacked well by Jones. He nods it to Mullen. Nod down towards League. Interception by Winnell. Now he's breaking forwards. Right to tackle of Jones. Oh. Referee penalises Jones. I thought he got a good foot in there, Jones, mm. and got the ball. I, don't, I, di I didn't think he necessarily made any contact on the oval, man, as no. well, either. Or if you impede the player, it's still a foul, isn't it? So maybe the ref was fair enough. As he is one L now at the back. Mullin forcing him to play the back pass. Day. Heavy touch, Ooh. Mullen nearly managed to swoop on it there. Heavy touch now by Williams, and Dolby's forcing him down into a corner, and he forces him to launch a ball over the top, but Toza deals with O'Connor. O'Connor put under pressure, pings a good ball towards Mullen. Lovely touch on the stretch by Mullen. Don Lee, unlucky, just bounced away from him. Good tackle on it by Wanell, who's doing some good work here to try and get the ball forwards. And holding his defence together as Wrexham starts to threaten on the break. Pass inside towards Wilmington is a good idea. The pass puts him a bit wide, but he helps it on. Whittle to the edge of the area. Murphy back to goal. Back to Whittle, who drives into the left side of the box. He'll have to work it back to Worthington in the corner. Clips the good ball in. Tozer again. He's won a lot of headers in the box. Dolby, after Tozer's clearances, brilliantly. Two on two break now. Three on two break. Lee, going One. for the middle. Mendy wide. Lee feeds Mullen on the edge of the box. Taking on the last defender. He's still got players over. Mendy can help her out to McLean. He pulls it back on his right foot instead. Shoots. Wrecks him half-heartedly. Asks for a penalty. But it's blocked. It was a weak effort by Mendy. McLean in so much space on the left-hand side of the box then. Yeah, we and, should have put it to bed then, guys. Yep, absolutely. Long diagonal. Murphy has, has got a chance on the left channel. Great defending by Evans. Gets a foot in, puts it behind for the corner. But we wasted that, really, didn't we? You've got to be giving that to McLean. He did a free shot on mm. goal. It's a bit waste. We've been quite wasteful this half, Wrexham, to be fair. It's not been the best performance. Yeah, it's been a little bit frustrating, isn't it, actually? A little bit scrappy. You know, let's not get too spoiled. <laughs> you know, yeah. We're looking pretty good. Well, no, we're looking good, but we have been a bit sloppy this half. Yeah, when we seem to have that momentum to go forward, all of a sudden we just pull our foot on the ball and, and slow it down, which really frustrates me rather than go for the killer punch. It's one of those games you judge with hindsight, isn't it? If, if the rest of the game is like this, we win 2-0, you'd say, what a, what a clever if second they, half. If they get a goal now, it's going to be yeah, scary. Exactly so, yeah. So Worthington, he's got good delivery, and he's put some good crosses in. He's standing over the corner. We're not for injuries, he'd surely be at a higher level. He sweeps a nasty one in, Howard, good punch. Yeah. Mullins racing back to try and beat Worthington to it and he forces a mistake by Worthington and now we've got another big breakaway Mullen surging away Wrexham four against two Young is in space Mullen comes inside instead works it to Young Leon Marks at the far post great ball to him pulls it back and it's oh. missed it's missed by McLean corner corner wow must have taken a flick off defender wow another wasted breakaway by Wrexham Seven minutes left, and uh, well, we just can't quite kill this Yeovil team off. Showing a lot of resilience and heart right now, Yeovil, aren't they? Oh gosh, yeah. Absolutely, they have they have battled really hard in this match. But Wrexham have had the chances now to to put more than two goals distance between them and their opponents. McLean is signalling. Sweeps the away, swinger in, over Lee's head, toes heads in the goal mouth, Mullen backing in, under the bar, tried to flick it on, got too much on it and it's gone behind. Way wide. Very, very, very wide. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Yeah, he was looking for a little a little nick to the wicketkeeper, but he, he pretty much hocked it to gully, didn't he? Definitely. So, two big breakaways Wrexham haven't been able to capitalise on. And still, Yeovil are in this game as they help it on towards the edge of the Wrexham area. Toza again covers it well. Knocks it long, nobody's there. Dolby belatedly chases. Just hoping to force a mistake. Wernell has done well playing out from the back. And he plays a little one-two with Worthington. Draws four Wrexham players up the pitch in doing so. Oh. And then slips on the ball. Somehow came on his feet. It was like playing on ice then. And Mullin couldn't quite get there in time to nick it from him. Wrexham are preparing another change. And so Yeovil. Owens is going to come on for Yeovil. As in a very crowded centre of the pitch, Murphy does well initially. Lee, tackle excellent tackle. Lee. Now Young to Mullen tries to beat his man but can't. Solid defending by Imahent. He yeah, stood his ground. It's been a frustrating afternoon for Mullen this afternoon, isn't it, really? Yeah. He played very well, I think, the first hour or so, but just wasn't getting that much to work on. And yeah, things haven't quite worked out for him since we went into this sort of uh, calm, kill the game off mode. Now uh, oh, he has cost a sub. Young and Lee hassle him. And it goes back into midfield. Williams is centre-back, stepping up through the middle. Spreads to the left. In a hen. He's got Whittle ahead of him. Whittle telling him to bring it up the pitch. He doesn't, though. Back to Winnell. Just over five minutes plus added time left. Two subs already for Yeovil. Davis and Owers. As his movement up front from Hyde. But instead, Smith feeds it into the hole where good tackle by Jones wins it back. Toes a great pass. Now again a breakaway. Lee feeds it early to Mullen. Lovely layoff. Oh, he's yeah. taken out Mullen badly by Winnell. The ref stops play. Mullen in a heap on the floor. I mean, he could have played advantage, but I mean, he's showing no sign yet of getting okay. a card out. Maybe he's just checking on Mullen's welfare first. Yep. Yeah, yellow. It's a clear yellow. Absolutely. See if we score, then give the yellow. No, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, I would have played advantage here. We had a break on yet again, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. With men over, so Whittle comes off, and Owers comes on, and Davis will also come on, and he'll replace Cooper, who, let's be honest, shouldn't be on the pitch. In all honesty, so three hits for Axum in midfield. Just over four minutes left now. Mullen seems to be okay. He's limping a bit. He's carrying on. His desire for a goal outweighs all pain. <laughs> Still, the giant pig watches patiently. <laughs> Wrexham plays short. Check. Dolby's offering, but Wrexham go wide instead. A little give and go on the right flank is not used by Jones. But Jones continues his run, and the pass onto him is just too heavy. One out. The one-man defence at the moment intercepts and plays a good ball up to Hyde. He chests it down nicely for Murphy on the left. Rest have got Bickerstaff and Davis ready. Great good ball. tackle. Evans again. As the ball drops on the left-hand side. Always gives it away. Evans, good ball up to Dolby. Mullins making a run. Dolby plays it to Lee in the middle of the pitch. McLean's getting up the pitch too and receives it. 30 yards out. Only the two strikers ahead of him. Lee switches play. Mullin, seeing Bickerstaff stripped off, is probably thinking, come on, get me a chance for a goal. My time might be limited here. Yeah? Mendy, cutting inside, squares it. Jones now, edge of the area. Taking on his man, runs into trouble. The ball squirts into midfield, and now a chance for Yeovil to break. Wrexham will left five men back, mind. Lee is racing back to challenge Davis. Look to be holding his shirt. Good ball by Davis. Hyde. 
Drives it into the goal mouth Ooh. and can't put it on target. It was a good break. Poor finish. So bold he struck. He could have picked up Murphy at the far post. Yeah, I back. thought it looked more like a pass, I did. Well, Davis will replace Elliot Lee, who once again has run his heart out. He gets a terrific round of applause. And Mullin is replaced by Bickerstaff. Yeah, it's been a good 10 minutes before the game on Tuesday, I thought, wasn't it, to get match fitness up? Yeah, yeah. They, I think uh, deliberately have left the changes quite late so that the Tuesday game doesn't interfere. And they can have a proper rest, although we may well use them off the bench, as we saw very effectively with McLean and Mullen in the last group game in the Bristol Street Motors Trophy. Yeah, but we have to remember, I think they were... In the, uh, after Mr. Saturday game, that's why he brought him on in the last game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know... It, it if, did make a huge difference when they came on. If we're in trouble, we could use them for 20 minutes like that again, couldn't we? Oh, definitely so, yeah. So, Wrexham now, just moving the ball about. Depends how seriously we're going to take the trophy, I guess, so... Yeah, exactly. Evans now, Yeovil holding quite a high line, and Evans has had a look at who was running in behind. Didn't like what he saw. And now it's Jones down the line to Mendy, who wins the throw-in. As he tries to help it down the flank a bit further. It's thrown in short. Mendy on the halfway line is not going to take any chances of possession. Pulls it back into his own half. And again, driving run by Toza, crosses the halfway line. He, he's looking up, McLean is in space. Didn't back himself to play him. He's just driven Yeovil back a bit more. Jones to Mendy on the right, taking on his man. Burst on the outside, leaves him for dead. Right foot across, deflected. Bickerstaff at the near post, flicks it back to Mendy, who misses the ball completely. And Bickerstaff and Mendy chase back and get it back again. Mendy now 25 yards out on the right. He's going to have another go at his man. Yeah, Cuts like on his left foot, sweeps on the poor cross. Uh, Straight to the keeper. I like to see Mendy taking on the, the defenders. He's got that skill. Mm. He's got pace. Absolutely, yeah. His, 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 his pace then was terrific, wasn't it? As referee gives Yeovil a free kick in midfield for the challenge by Jones. 25 seconds left. Plus added time. Ball across the right-hand side to Williams. Yeovil moving it around in their own half, looking for a chance to get a meaningful ball forwards. It's Imahen, feeding it towards Murphy, well read by Evans, who comes out with the ball, striding down the right flank. Four added minutes. Mendy, back to Toza. On the edge of his box, dinks it in to Davis. McLean is ahead of him, he's going, and Davis sees him and puts it over the top. Keeper's coming out to the edge of the area and gets there first. Davis just put too much on it. Today, sprinting across his box, Winnell wants it. He throws it instead out to the left, Imahen. Worthington in his own half. Yeovil look like a team who know they're not going to get two goals in the last four minutes the way they're moving around their own half. Although it's a decent ball up towards Hyde and O'Connor manages to come out with the ball and the challenge. Back to Howard who let Murphy get close but has now launched a kick that Dolby has and he brought it down beautifully on the left flank and thinks it with McLean. Good first time pass. Now then, it's been held up on the left flank by Davis. Two men on his back. He wins the throw in level the edge of the area. Toza's not interested. And Wrexham... Just keep it in that corner now. Why not? Three minutes of added time left. McLean's taking his time. Davis is demanding it. I'd like to see us get a third goal, guys. <laughs> oh, are yeah. 
Here is McLean. Feeding it to the feet of Davis. McLean gets it back, cuts inside, can't find a teammate. Spins out to Davis again, left-hand side. Good run by Dalton. Oh, back off. And Davis sees him. Bickerstaff by the corner flag now, holding off his man. Looking for help. He finds Davis. Davis feeds a good ball around the corner in the box. Dolby backing into his man. Back heels it towards Bickerstaff. Good tackle as he hits the shot. And then Jones unlucky as he tries to feed McLean in. It's intercepted. Young now midfield. Toes it. Back to Young. O'Connor is there. Now on the left to give support. That's a cute idea down the flank, but Bickerstaff won't get that. He rather unnecessarily conceded a free kick against Williams. Didn't make much contact on him, to be no. fair. Williams hurled themselves to the floor. He just fit the rest laughing. Yeah. Well, you know. It's not foul, then. <laughs> if, 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 if you can't tell the difference between a dive and a foul, you shouldn't be laughing, He's mate. been a bit of a strange ref, this one, hasn't he? Yeah, I'm claimed, I think that's a good way of putting it. He was yeah. such a stickler from where you throw him with taking in the first half to the second half where he doesn't care. Toes are beaten in the air for once by Hyde. So Connor under pressure feeds it back. Ooh, Howard's pings it to Davis. Struck Worthington's hands. No handball given. And now it's being brought forward by Smith. Helps over to the left-hand side. Always back to Davis. And yeah, nearly three of the four minutes played. We're, we're getting close to the conclusion of a game which, yeah, we can probably now safely say Wrexham have been in control of. Well, fed forwards, good tackle now then. O'Connor oh, won it, on. and McLean's driving forwards, feeds in Dolby. One of them with the keeper. Can he finish? Dinks it! And yes! scores! Dolby puts the icing on the cake. Great interception by McLean. And at last, that third goal goes in. What a cocky little finish by Dolby. Yeah, nice, confident little dink over the goalkeeper. A lovely way to finish off this game, Mark. And it's been a good, solid performance from the Reds. Absolutely. That was a cocky little finish, Mark. Where he just dinked it over keeper. Yeah. Just clip. It was going wide, though. Yeah. But it wasn't right in the corner. There wasn't a great deal of pace on it, but yeah, well worked goal. And S Sam Dolby likes the FA Cup as well, doesn't he? And he's uh, yeah, he he's got another now. But yeah. So Wrexham, I'm funny feeling we might be heading to Shropshire, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> in January. Yeah. That's you if they allow you over the border. You like <laughs> with, all the enough, yeah. with all the comments you've been making about Shropshire, Mark, they may not allow you in. True enough, I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> As well, it's been more Witchurch-based banter, isn't it? Yeah, Witchurch and Shropshire, it's part of Shropshire. Yeah. I like to think I've attacked both fairly equally. <laughs> you know, fairly equally, I don't, you know, I'll offend anybody. You, you know, there's a, a Shropshire Reds as well. So Oh, they're a fabulous body, and we're going to... Be heading into the lair, aren't we? Yeah. Because this tie has been won comfortably by Wrexham. Jordan Davis on the edge of the Wrexham area. Can he start something else off? Big raking ball for McLean. Keeper will get there first, though. And he launches it away. Ref hasn't looked at his watch yet. As Wrexham win it back. Young, this game's lost all its shape. Davis, nice pass to Dolby. Here we go again. Go on. Jones on to Bendy. Three players in the box to aim for. Davis drops off. And receives it, turns on his left foot, gets a sight of goal, feeds it towards Bickerstaff, who controls it back, heels it, Davis tries to take on the last oh, man, oh, and yeah. Williams manages the tackle, and that yes. is the final whistle. Well, 3-0 to Wrexham, just like the game last season, which relegated Yeovil, Yeovil are a very different proposition today, put up a lot of fight, but ultimately Wrexham had a bit too much, didn't we, 3-0. Yeah, I think we've looked comfortable throughout the game, 
they didn't really threaten often enough. Uh, they should have gambled a little bit more, but more dangerous balls over the top. But you've got to give Yeovil credit. They've given us a good game today, but our quality shown through, unfortunately, for them. Yeah, I don't think the result was in doubt, to be honest. Um, Howard's had to make one fantastic save from a free kick, um, but very troubled us. And they defended too deep in the first half. Uh, you know, eight players behind the ball when they're defending, there was nothing there to attack. Wrexham were just patient during the game, and uh, icing on the cake was that third goal at the end just for, for Dalby. And a visit to, to Shrewsbury in January. Oh. Well, Palmer got us underway, didn't he? Wrexham looked very controlled in the first half. Yeovil, like you said, a bit conservative, we thought, and midfield were very deep, and they didn't really pose much of a threat in the first half. Palmer scored the first great cross by Cannon. Palmer with a header, superb save by Day, and Palmer knocked in the rebound. And then late in the first half, we got a second goal. Toza with the only long throw he tried in the whole match, headed away by Imahan, but straight to Cannon in the D, and he did really well to volley it into the ground and then into the bottom left corner for his second goal in two games. Th th second half was a little bit dull. Wrexham, I think, good game management, as Neil puts it, really sort of slowed things down, a lot of control of the ball. To be fair to Yeovil, they did come into things and had a few dangerous balls into the box, but ultimately, I think Wrexham looked pretty comfortable and sealed it in the 94th minute. McLean with a great interception and pass, Dolby gets past the last defender and then dinks the keeper audaciously into the bottom right corner and Wrexham win 3-0 and yeah a cup, cup, cup run is happening again when you're on to the third round again which is good you know you get you obviously get your prize money don't you from uh, advancing to the stage which is good for us and we are now looking at a similar sort of cross-border derby-ish against Shrewsbury and it's a huge, huge game, and I'm looking forward to all our new fans and the old fans to enjoy a derby day yet once again. Yeah, which I'm sure, again, will be televised sometime well, over that weekend. I, I don't know, there's no, I don't think so. Sunderland. That yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a local derby. A local Arsenal, rather. Even if it's on the SOC, you'll pick it up because it's a local derby. I would have thought it would definitely be on television at some point. Yeah. Maybe if they move it to a Friday there, night game or something like that, but I yeah. think with Newcastle, Sunderland and Liverpool and... Arsenal, I think they'll probably pick them over that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just doing some photo bombing here. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. It was um it's a pleasing outcome in the end. It's yeah. a, a mouth-watering tie for the third round as well. It is. Man of the match. There were quite a few good performances there, I thought. I'm gonna throw George Evans into the ring. I was, gonna say, was... I was gonna say George Evans yeah. as well. He had to drop off because Hayden got injured early on. He yeah. dropped into midfield, from midfield to defence, he was Calm made that wonderful last ditch tackle as well to deny yeah. Murphy. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's my that's my gamble. Yeah, I'm happy with George Evans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll go George Evans. My other was option was maybe O'Connor, but he had yeah. a great game as well. But no, George Evans. He pointed out that last ditch tackle he made. Yeah, and that was a fantastic tackle. Yeah, so, yeah. George Evans. Just one quick thing. I've never seen a referee hug the players when. What? Rather than shaking hands at the end of the game. Did he? Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was, he was delighted at the mistake he made at the end of the game when he gave a, a free kick to Yeovil for no reason. Yeah. And he seemed to think it was hilarious. He did, yeah. Very strange. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was a, it was a strange game all around today, wasn't mm. it, to be fair? But we got the job done, and I cannot yeah. wait for January now. Yeah, yeah, we've got a few games in the league before that, though, guys, which are 
for me, are far more important. True. Uh, Although, yeah. you know, a good cup run is very good and it'll be great to go to... I mean, it's been a few years since we played Shrewsbury. Um, I think we last played Shrewsbury when we got relegated. season we got relegated. That's right. Yeah. We owe them for that. Yeah, yeah. immensely scarred by Shrewsbury and as my childhood. And not... I mean, I've got some fan, friends who are Shrewsbury fans and, and they're not playing well at the moment. That may change by January. So Wrexham will give them a good tie. Absolutely. Well, it's the Sam Ricketts derby. Following up from the supermarket derby. Oh, Richard The <laughs> Let's not think about that. Uh, but let's just, um, let's just reflect on the facts that every single time Wrexham have played in front of a giant inflatable pig, we've won. And not concede any goals. Yeah. It's a hell of a record. Yeah. Real Madrid S can't hold that. Scored nine, conceded none. Yes. Nine? Six last Saturday. The pig wasn't there the last like, yeah. Morgan. Well, no, no, no. They were on the pitch. They were here. <sighs> Yeah, but it was Giant new. inflatable pig. Well, they were here last Saturday, weren't they? How can, our, how can our intellectual so, analysis of the game descend into pig Well, arguments? what we're saying is, man, the pig match really is the giant inflatable pig. Yeah, 100% record. Well said. <laughs> Neil disagrees because... Even, no, 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 I'll, I'll agree with you. No problem. <laughs> even the porkmeister has his, has his gaps in his armour. Unbelievable. I thought your poor sign knowledge was second to none. My what sign? Your poor sign knowledge. All oh, right, okay. Meaning? Knowledge of pigs. I haven't expected any knowledge of pigs over the, during the game. What? What's going on? <laughs> My head's melting now. <laughs> what knowledge of pigs have I expressed during the game? Well, you just got knowledge of pigs. You're El Hombre del Porcos. You're the, their porkmeister. L'homme de pork. <laughs> I'm struggling. I just say porkmaster in Welsh. Oh, God. I think Keegan is pork, so there you go. Keegan Meister. <laughs> <laughs> listen out for Meister the uh, Keegan Listen out for the Quivan uh, Tevanol uh, later as Neil should do further Welsh freestyling. Yeah, that was definitely freestyling. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should probably finish now because, to be frank, it's descended quite badly. Yes, and yeah. it's freezing, and I've got to go collect some lanyards, so... Oh, have fun. Okie dokie. Yes, your important you job to do, isn't it, Chief? Oh, yeah. lanyards. The job I love to do so much. So, <laughs> on that note, see you later. Yeah, enjoy putting that on the podcast in a moment, <laughs> see what happens, shall we? Uh, final score, Wrexham 3, Yeovil Town now. I actually do enjoy collecting the lanyards, <laughs> though, so... Oh, there you go, that's right. What enjoyment do you get out of it, Chief? Oh, God. Doing the club a service. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so, so as Che walks away from the press box for the last time <laughs> the final score of Wrexham 3 Oval Town 0 uh, we've been Mark Griffiths Che Long and Neil Williams from Wrexham AFC uh, good <laughs>